catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Are you looking for a rewarding new career? The New Jersey courts are hiring. Make a difference doing work that matters. With competitive salaries, pension, benefits, on-the-job training, partial remote work, and paid holidays. Apply now at njcourts.gov slash careers. Welcome to Dog Kiki, and おさしぶり。お、久しぶり。あ、またきよ。なんだ。あ、たらしせかいかる。お、そうなんですか。レパラトアンサー。うん。全部ができるよ。ええ。アニメが光る。いいね。せーの、今日はもう楽しそう。Hello, everyone, and welcome to our 50th episode of Talk to KK. That's right. Number 50. I can't believe it. Nearly a year and a half later. (laughs) My co-host is happy. Uh, I'm Ethan, as always. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> oh, it's our 50th episode, and we're back to where we were in episode one. We're slap happy. Oh, what the fuck? I'm Matt, and to join me as always, the man who will criticize Anya every episode we do. Hi, Ethan. What's up? Gombawa, Makun, Genki Deska. Uh, I I'm still recovering from my flu. Oh man, yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, so that'll be me for a little bit of the day. Mm, mm. I'm doing so. one here, everyone there. Bang, let's go. And yeah, let's go, baby. Uh, oh yeah, I, I can't. I really can't believe we've been doing it for 50 episodes. You I, mean you uh, can't believe Sean put up with us for 50 episodes, really? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised no one said anything about you either. What do you mean? Oh, I haven't been censored. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that bad. I try to, I try to do my best to not get us kicked you, off. You, of, you, of, you, off you, 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 you've been tamed <laughs> a little bit. 
I still, you know, I get away with it because Sean doesn't listen to the entire podcast for two hours. So, you know, no, 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 no. Out. Um, for those watching live, by the way, I've got a new light. I got a brand new smart light <laughs> with, uh, with a, a, a theme going on of some sort. Yeah. So um, it's different. And I don't have the, the general white ring light. So let me know if you guys like it. Yay or nay. Maybe, maybe not. Let me know. Would love to hear you guys' comments, opinions, thoughts on that. Um, but yeah, Matt, uh, we got a lot to cover, buddy. It's one of them seasons. Yep, because Fall was like, we're going to make it action-packed. I, I added three more. Two because of you. <laughs> and one from my friends, because they're reading this manga. It's like, oh, an anime came out. I was like, hey, Matt, you watching this? Like, no, why not? <laughs> it's like, uh, so like you've I added want- three. I've added one. Yeah. I, I uh, mean, I don't know. I could have room for one more, but I, we already said the one. If I'm going to add one more, it's going to be Gundam, and you're going to have to convince me to add it. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll we'll see if I could do that. We'll see, maybe. Right, but, but but let's get to some news real quick, yes. and then we'll and then we'll fuck this pony. Hi, Ixo. Fuck this pony. Gee, what? What? <laughs> what? There shall be no animal fucking around, sir. Well, 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 if we have ExpressVPN, we could see if it's legal in our state. <laughs> I mean, you're a Florida man, so everything's legal. We should clip that and send that to Corny. That would be great. Yeah, we got to have ExpressVPN sponsors. Sean, when are we going to get sponsors? We fit the episodes in. We got no fucking sponsors. Yes, I can talk about Grammar League, where the, if you do anything wrong, the Grammar Nazis come. They send you to a special school. Yes. I'm and if you get grammar wrong, they'll type a rule go nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we don't have that. Uh, don't have all right. We don't have Academy. News. We don't have fucking Blue Chew. Yeah. All right. A couple of news. Um, <laughs> story of a small senior in my company is getting a TV anime in 23. Mm-hmm. Heavenly Delusion is getting a TV anime in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, a light novel called New Saga is again that's. TV anime for summer 23. That's a pretty original name. Yep. And uh, Tokyo Revengers manga is going to end November 16th. Thank God. I'm just kidding. Thank the fuck Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I will say. (laughs) So has he progressed? Does anybody know? Like, has he progressed like into like the following year or is he still within his same like singular year of trying to to stop whatever the fuck he's trying to stop? (laughs) No. Yes, I'm. I'm I'm just saying no. Like, I'm reading. I'm just saying no. (laughs) All right. uh, All right. Before we do reviews, uh, Anime Trends had revealed their fall. Sorry, their summer award winners. Would you like me to read them? Why not? All right, we're gonna go with the genre. The genres. I was gonna say the genres. I was like, oh, really? Go. (laughs) Uh, Music of the season: Love Live Superstar season two. Mm. Slice of Life, Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. Yes. Supernatural, Call of the Night. Okay. Romance, Call of the Night. Okay. Sci fi or Mecca. Not rent a girlfriend, Starman. Yeah. Yep. Favorite sci fi or Mecca, Made in the Abyss. Makes sense. Favorite mystery or psychological, Shadow's House Season 2. Makes sense. Fantasy, Made in the Abyss. <laughs> Makes sense. Favorite drama made in the best. Makes sense. Comedy 
My stepmother. No, my stepmother's daughter is my ex. Cop. That was comedic. It was technically a rom-com, but mm. I guess they liked the banter of the chromos. Okay. Action or adventure, like horse recoil. Okay. Uh, best OP, call the night. Okay. ED, call the night. Makes sense. Uh, couple, Shisato and Takina. Okay, they shipped them. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Um, supporting female Karizawa from Classroom the Elite. Is that what do you think, Matt? Is that a good choice? Yeah, I think it's a good choice. Okay, I'm okay with that. Okay. Uh, supporting male uh, Majima from Light Chorus Recoil. Wow, as a supporting male, interesting. Yep. Best female Chisato. Duh. Best male Ko. He actually beat Ayata Koji in the polls. That's fuck. Thank, thank. I was surprised. I was surprised, but I am happy. <laughs> we'll take it. All right, and uh, for top fives, number five, main the best. You know what I love? You just literally said like all these awards, right? Main the best, main the best, main the best, main the best. Number five animated. This is main the best. What? This was this is overall voting for all the whole. It won season. a quarter of the fucking awards. At least, and you're gonna yeah. give me five. Number four. <coughs> it's so bad you got Matt sick over here. Yep. Number four, classroom of the elite. And you the main abyss is better than class. Ah, fuck off. Fuck again, off. again, again, it's overall vote. Fuck voting. those forty thousand or whoever the fuck people voted. Fuck you all. Fuck you all. I uh, know. Uh I'm sorry. Number four is Shadow's House. Okay. I didn't see Shadow's Number House. Number three is classroom. That's even worse. Yeah, Abyss had 26,579 votes. Those people know quality. Uh, and, and there was, if there were more in the top 10s every week, they would have got it. But it does qualify for second chance round for the anime of the year category. Mm. Uh, Shadow's House with 30,675. Mm. Class from the Elite, 35,128. You guys are all stupid. Number two, Call the Night with 45,418 votes. That's crazy. That Call the Night had 20,000 more votes than Made in Abyss. And number one, Like Horse Recoil with 45,422. So they won four votes. The skin of your teeth. Wow. They were that close. I respect that. Not classic number three. But but yeah. But yeah, the top four will make it to the anime of the year for when they do those votes. And the main abyss has the wild card chance. Mm. So hopefully, uh, once second chances come up, people will vote for it to make they it probably, qualify. They probably won't. Well, it depends on what the rest is. So That's I hope good. so. I really hope so. It's a strong year, dude. It's a strong year. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. When we do our list, it's going to be hard for the year. <sighs> it's going to be very hard. Yeah, so like I got, I got, I got pick like the best seven from each season, and then it basically at the put end it of the in season, order. Yeah, yeah, it's basically what it is. You take we take our top seven from the four seasons, and then uh, yeah, the the only them. ones that carried over from last year is Lupod and Rankin of Kings. <sighs> Let me see because I, I have my shit saved here. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think Lupon's gonna make it. Rankin of Kings, it definitely will. Just it's a matter of where. <laughs> 
let me look at hold on. So we're we did summer. What was spring? Spring Ichini. Like, did we count? Uh, no, I didn't count them. Okay, spring. Well, I can we can eliminate one because it's together. Uh, so that'll okay. definitely make it. Spy yeah, family. Spy, yeah, spy, spy, yeah, spy family, family will carry yeah, over. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah they're, they're both. Yeah, they're both in the same year. So. Yeah, they'll get a bump for sure. So we'll have to bump one. Of <laughs> spring, by comparison, the summer was weak. Honestly, um, and winter. Requiem is going to be another one that makes our top uh, our top list, I believe. Yeah, and, but um, yeah, Astrodome higher in the middle. <laughs> You know, for me, it's ranked higher, but it depends on how else we enjoy like the other ones. Like, I mean, you know, truth be told, uh, four, the top four for me and Winter are definitely going to be in it. The top five in spring. And then for me, so far for summer, like I'm thinking like the nine out of the ten for me, dude. Actually, like practically that almost that entire summer list is better than a majority of the anime that we saw throughout the rest of like the last couple seasons, for me at least. So, yeah, uh, but uh, it'll be it's gonna be incredibly diff- it's gonna be incredibly difficult. Yeah, when, fall is gonna be. Well, again, we got some not qualifying like a- academia. <laughs> I tried to shadow eternity. So yeah, that's some, so that's some big heavy hit, possible heavy hitters gone. <laughs> it's gonna be, we're gonna see what happens, Brody. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure as of right now, Chainsaw might be in the run in like in a high list. Oh, from now, yeah, if it keeps up, yeah, yeah, Chainsaw Hero, well, well, Hero, well, Hero will be next year. We're not counting it for this year because it's carrying over. Because usually, when stuff carries over, it's gonna be technically. 23. Mm, all right. Bleach yeah. won't qualify because that's carrying over. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. Bleach, that, and Eternity are like next year's. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Shall, we, shall we get to reviews? Yeah, I forget that I start first because I'm I got so little to review. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you can get rid of three from your show. <laughs> yeah, you got, I know, right? You got Borto and one other show. <laughs> No, I've got two. I got I got three total. Boruto and a couple others. <coughs> I love how we take terms coughing. We sound like a, a bunch of fucking potheads, but we're really not. We're just a bunch of sickly fucks. Eh? No. All right, let's let's go ahead and get started. Let's uh, go. Peter Grill episode two of Peter Grill dropped. Um, we get more goblin fucking, and we yeah. find out. <laughs> yeah, we get more goblin fucking. Uh, we basically find out that the the goblin, like the prettiest goblin out of like all the entire bunch, <clears throat> is actually a childhood friend. Of Peter Grill, we find out when Peter was raised wherever the fuck he was raised in that he had a goblin friend, uh, a female goblin friend, and you know they were just nice, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing sexual. It was just a nice, hearty childhood friend. And <clears throat> I guess there was like an invasion of some kind, and they thought that the, the goblin was never to be seen again. So they thought, oh, they, you know, the, she died, and so um, they end up getting reunited <clears throat> in the. Um, in I guess whatever goblin cave they're in, they find out basically that she managed to live and that the, the queen brought her in and brought her up as a goblin. Um, but because she's a goblin, she 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 also gets the uh, the heat of the goblin, like goblin heat or whatever the fuck. Like basically that the, the the curse that makes them horny for fucking for cum. So um, she tries to fuck Peter Grill, and she's about to fuck him 
when the gang basically they they get together, they go find him and they manage to find him. However, pretty soon afterwards, they're surrounded by a bunch of goblins. And so um, they basically say, like, don't worry, Peter, we'll take care of the goblins. Go find Luvilia. And so Luvilia and the other uh, the other goblin, the goblin childhood friend, her name is uh, uh, not I was gonna say Gabuta, but it's not Gabuta. <laughs> it's not Gabaru either. Um, <clears throat> I forget her name, but it's something with like a gob, like Gabu something. Anyway, she and and Peter Grill, they go. They manage to find Luvilia. Peter throughout this entire time, by the way, is running around butt ass naked in this cave. They have yet to give him anything to cover his dick and balls. So, um, <clears throat> they find him. They they're about to escape, and then the queen basically shows up. Like, oh, how dare you betray me, uh, Goblin Girl? And that's where the episode ends. So. More tomfoolery for fucking 13 minutes. It's not bad. Um, <clears throat> Boruto will go with Boruto. I should have gone with Boruto first, but whatever. Yeah. This week's episode of Boruto was not as good as the other one, but pretty solid in the end. Basically, we get the reveal of uh, evil Hannah Sensei. And so she basically takes the gang to like a deserted island near Konoha. <coughs> Excuse me. And we find out that this island was once used uh, as a training ground for Jonin, um, but it's since been deserted. And so she basically is like, you know, it's a practical like lesson, whatever the case is. But things start happening. Like there's a bear trap that takes out a ninja hound that belongs to one of the students. And then um, something happens to a girl's drone because they have a, a, a drone girl now because of scientific ninja tools. Of course. Something happens to a girl's drone and the drone gets destroyed. <clears throat> and on top of that, their food goes missing as well. So everybody's freaking out, panicking because somebody had spread a rumor that there's like a there's a fugitive on the island. Um, there's no such fugitive on the island, but uh, it's just a, a rumor that was spread amongst the children. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> My apologies. And so um, Kawaki and Himawari are suspicious over everything. And so they decide to go over um, the the footage from the drone. Because Hana Sensei didn't realize that there was footage, and they managed to see a flower petal from her flower petal jitsu, and they're like, "Oh, it's Hana Sensei." And while this is happening, Hana manages to, um, <clears throat> to, um, not distract, but to lure Kay away from everybody and by herself in like a secluded area, and she's gonna go kill Kay. But Kawaki and uh, Himawari catch up. We get the reveal of evil Hana Sensei. She abducts Kay. Um, they start running, chasing after her. They make it to a bridge where there's like a creek going through the middle. Um, and they, uh, Hannah Sensei pulls out a kunai. They'd say, no, Hannah Sensei, don't kill her. And she slices her. And that's where the episode ends where with Hannah going limp, <clears throat> not Hannah, I'm sorry, with Kay going limp. So okay. it's kind of mid. Then we get to the, the action scene. Not so bad. It was all right. And then finally episode two of bleach. I'm, I'm watching that with you. So. Oh, you watching it? Yeah, I told you I was. Did you? Yeah. And you said maybe. I did. And then yeah, so what, when I was it. sick, yeah, I said <laughs> I'm watching it. Oh, I didn't know that. All right, well then, never mind. So we'll wait. So we'll open up with Bleach when we do our togethers. And I'll remove yeah. that, and I only have two seasonals that I'm watching by myself. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt, I'm done. Go ahead. You got seven. Or five. Uh, well, yeah. All right. We're always 17 minutes in. <laughs> hey, here we go. And we bullshitted for a good portion of it. So, all right. Uh, penultimate of apartment complexes. All right. Uh, uh, basically, aftermath of what happened, um, 
the residents are blaming the interns or the Indian people about mm. uh, basically putting blood in the shaved ice sauce because mm. there was like a dead dog. So, oh, we didn't watch your kind here to begin with. All this shit was going on. Uh, everyone's fighting back and forth. But uh, what you call it? Kimmy, uh, the, the little girl's like, stop it, stop fighting. Can't take it anymore. <laughs> of course. But yeah, um, they all split up to calm down. And uh, the professor, they, that's fair. they really don't say their names in the in the cast. Just the two girls. Like, no one else mattered. <laughs> wow. But yeah, uh, the one professor that's studying the artifacts, stuff like that, he's doing it by himself again. He says he did, he doesn't believe that the, the Indian people did it. Apparently, they think it's someone else. Just to try to mess with them. Like, oh, what about that old lady? That's uh, she's been a bitch, but you know, she was she's been nice for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's not her. It's not her. <laughs> yeah. So fucking, what you call it? Uh, Kimmy and Yuri. They're just like, oh, let's go play detective. Let's figure it out ourselves because the girl up ain't doing it. Mm-hmm. So they try to. Um, one of the. One of the Indian people were getting beaten up outside. I just um, what? Never mind. I because I, I tried to mute my shit and it, it muted you. I <laughs> know, uh, but one of the Indian interns was getting beat up by the by the residents, and then uh, but you find out that he was basically cleaned up blood because there was blood in the apartment, so he was cleaned up. He was getting rid of the carcass because he didn't kill it. Mm. But apparently. Well, the other interns threw them off, threw him off, just to say, "All right, let's, he'll be the sacrificial lamb." Mm. I was like, "What the fuck, guys?" <laughs> so they're beating them up, causing mayhem, animosity between them, and it's like, "Oh, like," and now they're now the now the reses are apologizing for beating him up. The girls checked <laughs> on him because you know these two little girls are the only nice people in this fucking complex. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go the next day. They check up on him, saying he's doing fine. And they, for some, I forgot the reason why, but they were going downstairs, like investigating something. Because mm-hmm. there's more of the stone that the professor had. Mm-hmm. So they'll, they'll get artifacts, stuff like that downstairs. So they go in the basement, they see a hole. The two girls go in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Shut up. <laughs> uh, Kimmy. Uh, starts freaking out a little as if it's like she's like having a flashback of the past. Mm-hmm. Of a, uh, like like someone being sacrificed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she snaps out of it. They get out. Like, alright, it's time to leave type of thing. And she goes to her room. And we finally see Kimmy's room. And we finally see who's and she's talking to her mom. But it's not really her mom. <laughs> It's like this. It's like this thing in a tube. Like there's like it's like a, it's like a creature. It's like a creature. creature. <laughs> we did it together. It's, it's a creature. creature. It's, it's like it's like a it's like a little fetus in there too. Like what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, that's what I said. And that was where the episode ended, and I got one more. <laughs> so they gave you something interesting, at least. Yeah, yeah, but I have one more. <laughs> How are you going to tie it up? 
We'll find out on the final episode. Yeah, housing project. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be down the nineteen for. Then you'll be down the nineteen. Yeah, yay! (laughs) You're only watching four more than me. I'm at fifteen. I know, I know. Let's. uh, We're not counting JoJo because it's on our fucking list now, thanks to analysts. Uh, it's still it's it's still showing up as just part three for me. On oh, so you're uh, my anime list. Yeah, so you're lucky. On, on analyst.co, they fucking switched it. They're like updating part two to include part three. What? No, mine just this has part three. It's its own catalog. Yeah, lucky. I'm I didn't get so lucky. Yeah. So now All I've right. got to go part two, even though it's part three. I've got it sitting in my queue. Yeah. Like episode uh thir- what is it? Episode 13, I think it is. Yeah. Uh comes out 41 days, five hours, 46 minutes and counting. All right, very good. Well, we'll be covering that for sure. <laughs> All right, move on. Sorry. Right, moving on, uh, Bibliophile Princess. Mm. All right, these past two episodes they actually got better. Okay, so I'm really happy with that. Not uh, dropping. No, any dropping candidates for no. you yet? Oh, okay, good. Not really. No, oh, not really good, but good. Well, it, it would be a apartment complex, but it's already gonna be over next episode. Yeah, so over, what's the man. point? I don't count. I don't count. I'm 75 percent away. I may as well commit. Just go in there. Yeah, uh, right, we, uh, first episode based. Well, second episode. I'm I'm doing two episodes because. Yep. Go ahead. I had time to watch it. Uh, Pick the word left out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I, I get it done. <laughs> uh, Eliana, uh, we, where she saw Christopher talking to this other girl named Irene. Mm. Uh, so she's like, like, oh, like. I got because again they were basically saying, "Hey, let's get engaged to have people off our backs." Cute, yeah, but but she's like, but Eliana is slowly catching feelings for Christopher, Mm. like legit type of thing. Mm. And then uh, she, yeah, she she walked into the room and just they were there together, but they were just talking. So she's like, she thought she got the wrong idea, so she leaves. And uh, one of the guys, Glenn, he's like, oh, good, you're here, Eliana. I want you to take these books here, 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 like piled up, like, like you're going to go to the room now, like go to the library and drop these off. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, I'm probably all my work. Just go, just go. So she does that. She starts going up the stairs and you hear a scream and it's Irene. She's on the floor. And then one of the guys uh, goes to check up on her. Alan says, are you Okay. And then she tells everyone that Eliana pushed her off down the stairs. Mm. So all the people are like looking at Eliana, like, ooh, this hussy. And then Christopher comes in, and I'm fucking thankful he's not an idiot. <laughs> so glad. And uh, yeah, he goes up to he goes up to Irene. It's like, what happened? Uh, Eliana, she she pushed me down the stairs. It's like, are you sure? It's like, yes, yes. And then she was mean to me at the garden, saying all these awful things to me. Oh, dear Lord. I was like, oh, that's terrible. But question, how, how does she awful. push you? How does she push you if she's carrying all these books? And they look up. Yeah, she has no she has no arms to push her. <laughs> They're all preoccupied with the books. Mm. So I was like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you again. Are you lying? He's like, no, no, I am not lying. Also, about the garden, yeah, she's not allowed there because that's my mother's area. No mm-hmm. one goes there without permission. So yeah, she wasn't there. So you're lying again. 
So she's like doubling down on this. Like, oh, I got witnesses. Like, Alan, he checked up on me. And Alan's like, I just saw you in the ground. I didn't see her push you. It's like, yeah, like my job was to look over, look over at Eliana. Not you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck me? No, fuck you. So you find out, yeah, um, Christopher was doing some digging and uh, Irene and her father were basically trying to do an inside job on killing Eliana. Mm. So, so, but Chris, so Christopher found out. They got them both arrested. <laughs> and the fucking father had to convince, like, no, yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going on, and then I was like, why do you want Eliana? I'm the perfect bride for you. She's a bitch. All she does is read books. And all the people around are like, dude, she helped us out with all these recipes that we found. Uh, re- find all hidden archives that were basically you could fix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, she helped everyone. So, like, you're the only one that hates her. <laughs> so, all that happened. Those two get taken away. Christopher goes up to Eliana. He find out what? Yeah, that's why... Uh, they didn't let Eliana in the archives or go anywhere type of thing. That's why they were like, hey, you can't be here right now. Because there's that investigation going on. So mm-hmm. they want so Eliana safe. And then Christopher gra- ha- has his arm around Eliana and says, hey, I'm going to marry her. If you, any of you have a problem with it, step up. And no one did. Like They clapped, applauded her. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that was episode two. Uh, episode three, uh, you get a little bit of flashback of like why Christopher was like so fascinated with her. Again, he like we saw he's not more, that she was more than just reading books. It was funny. Uh, he was a uh, kind of a delinquent as a prince when he was younger. Mm. So, so in the archive, he was like using the uh, the books like dominoes, <laughs> and then she Eliana fucking hit him with the book, saying, "Apologize to those books." Like they are your silent ancestors. They have history of your of everyone's families and all this. And you're just gonna throw the books. <laughs> apologize. And he actually apologizes. Like, hey, shut the prince up. <laughs> and then yeah, they just start like talking to her and stuff like that. And he starts, he's fascinated with her. And he opened up the how he actually is falling for her. And we're in the current day. And he asked her legit if she would marry him. And she said yes. And yeah, we got that nice sweet stuff. So I'm glad this definitely picked up. So they're engaged now. They are legit engaged. How old are they? <laughs> He's like, eh, eh, I don't know about that one. I'm gonna say probably I'm gonna say fifteen to eighteen. Fifty. That's a that's a broad range in, in anime. It, it's like a, it's like it's like a historical thing. That people get married young. It's like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a historical setting. So. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so right, so right now, Christopher and Eliana are a early couple of the season. They're not going to tender. You know well, that. You know. Eh, that. You know. Eh. That. Yeah. No, when it's all said and done, we all know who the couple of the seasons going to be. That's why I said early. Mm-hmm. I'm not picking the two from married couples. <laughs> it could be four, could be three. We don't know. Uh, it's gonna be one of them. 
It's gonna be the trap. <laughs> it's gonna be the trap. Wait, that's flops. There's no trap. Yeah. In, there's no trap in. Um, yes, the the white hair Bulgarian. In married couple? No, I'm talking about love flops. Yeah, we said that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm talking about the trap. It's gonna be the trap that wins in love flops. It's definitely not. I just hope they yeah, they, they, they touch. I just hope they touch swords. <laughs> they, uh, give it time. Give it time. They can. <laughs> Is it gonna be like the reveal, like Call of the Night with the with, what's her face? I forgot his name. Yeah, did, did we say him or her? Like it's him, yeah. But it's a her. She, she, they present as her. It's a trap, but no, it's no. That, that's 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 why it's called. It could be trap. a trap, but it's a her. You're not gonna call a trap of him, dude. That, I mean, that's what you. Do. That's what you call them. That's what you call them, dude. All these fucking acronyms and shit are so goddamn confusing. I don't know how the fuck you do. Yeah. Trap, traps so are people long. that traps are people that identify as guys. They're just very feminine. It's just femboys, basically. They identify as guys. I don't. They identify as girls because they, they, no. they're feminine. No, they identify as guys. I always thought the whole time it was like no I mean, trap. No traps identify as guys. They're they're aware they're guys. Hold on. So just... no, 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 no. so okay. I understand that the, the trap. We're getting way ahead because you still haven't finished yet. But I'm, <laughs> this is good, I guess, education for LGBTQ people. Um, so, all right, she, they say, I'm a guy, right? Yeah. But, so, okay, we, we could say him. Yeah. But they present as female. So, isn't the idea like in like no, they, culture to again, call they, they, they just, they just, like looking cute. That's really it. I like looking cute. You don't see me asking to be called a fucking. They're like they're, they're no, they're they're feminine. They're where they're guys. They know they're guys. It's just it's like they're fanboys basically. They're very convincing fanboys. That's I've always really it. Just like girl and like I'm a you know no, whatever. Like they're 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 the gay friend the girls want to hang out with. <laughs> well, I mean, but that that's not like the super duper queer. No, but again, like, like they they hang out with girls. They're comfortable with women in like a hanging out sense. Like they're they're still guys. They still identify as guys. They just wear feminine clothing. They like to present themselves as that, but not identify as that. That's why it's, it's like crap. so weird because then you have cross dressing. So then it, he's cross dressing, kinda. So why don't we just say cross dresser? But trap is more fun. <laughs> <sighs> I don't fucking get it. I respect I what you, you want to do. I don't fucking get it. I know you don't. I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to cover up. Like I'm trying. That's why I'm trying to explain it. That's what it is. I, I, I'm like the fucking cartoon. It's like fucking smoke and question marks coming on my fucking head. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. I'm moving on. Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. Back hmm. to where we left off. Uh, Mercury has to do another duel to uh, basically help out her. Fiance Mirin, hmm. and then uh, what you call it? The the proposed husband, fiance uh, Jeturk. He's like talking and confronting them, and then Mercury's like, "So who am I dueling?" Me. He's like, she's like, "Oh, thank God," because <laughs> mm-hmm. she beat him in the duel the first time. I was like, "Okay, I'm not worried." <laughs> like, oh God. Mm-hmm. It's like you got lucky. Fuck you. You fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He popped himself. He's about to die. I'm trying to not die. Uh, but yeah, they do that. Um, uh, Mercury's trying to get ready for her battle. Well, her uh, her second duel. Mm. 
they do the duel, and yeah, it's a, it's actually an even fight this time. Mm. Like, yeah, Mercury's getting her ass kicked a little bit. Well, uh, why but, is that though? Because they got better, or because the the armor got better, or I think he just he I think for Jetwick he's just learning. That's why. Mm. Okay, but it's not one of those automated like ones that like learns like auto learns. You would think he does. He does not have a Gundam. Oh, but regardless, whatever. Uh, suit he has he, a mobile suit. Yeah, he has a mobile suit, but it's not yeah, but like doesn't, doesn't have. In, in, you would think in that day and age, it would be like intrinsic learning, right? But that's what most of the Gundams are. Why is it the mobile suit? That's because like Gundams are like this more special. Type of thing. It could like be a, more advanced intristic learning, but it should be intristic learning nonetheless because of the fact that it should be that tech. A little bit, but it's, but at the end of the day, it's still the pilot controlling what they do with the movements and the, the weapons. See, you know, as a tech guy, that irks me because it's like, dude, you have fucking intrinsic learning. If you have intrinsic learning, you should be able to... Reg- Obviously, it's up to the pilot, and the quality of pilot determines how well they're able to do <coughs> the information they're provided from the intrinsic learning. But you should still have the advantage of the principle of intrinsic learning being available in the broader idea of that universe and in the broader application of, you know, of that particular technology. Right. Right, but that's just how they are. But, uh, Eventually, Mercury does win again. So, Mirren is happy. Mm. Uh, Mercury goes to Jeturk. She, like, she's actually trying to be friendly with him this time. Mm. Like, 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 it's actually be friends type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Jeturk gets... Your bitch, is what she told him. <laughs> no, he gets on his knees saying, will you marry me? So, it's a love triangle now. He proposes to Mercury and she's like, eh? Eh? Nani? Yeah, I was like, okay. That was where that episode ended. Okay. Like, all right, all right, all right, cool. Doesn't seem like you've got me hooked on it. Eh, I There's others you could probably watch over there. Oh, I know there's plenty. I've never seen a full Gundam series, and I know there's plenty of Gundam series I'm sure I would watch and be absolutely in love with, but... Right. All right, uh, moving on. Episode four. I'm the villainess, so I'm taming the final boss. Mm. This was fun. Uh, it's more about Claude. Uh, basically, the you brother. Twirl, when you say Claude, you have to twirl your mustache. Claude. <laughs> uh, basically, the brother again. Is causing mischief for Eileen because mm-hmm. you know he's an asshole. He's a petty. He's a petty, bratty little brother. This Cedric fella. Mm-hmm. He's also stupid. Baka yada. He's very. He's very baka. Very. Baka. And uh, yeah, and then Claude, of course, he tries to go there to confront them, but something triggers in him to snap. Hmm. Like turn into this demonic dragon form. Like he's like slowly, slowly turning. Oh, I forgot why. Um, Cedric and uh, Lilia were trying. Want to lure out Cedric, lure out Claude in his uh, main form to kill him. Hmm. He wants to kill his brother. And uh, what you call it? Lilia has this uh, holy magic sword that only she could use. Is it the reincarnate of a sword? No. 
<laughs> it's not the Ricardo the sword. Like she, like, yeah, but she has, but she, yeah, she has this weapon that can kill it. So they're, they're trying to lure it out his demon form to kill him. So You're, they're not going to kill him. They're going to kill whatever demon is inside him. Well, it will kill him because that's him. He's turning himself. He because oh, so the, it's not. It's not like a possession where they can extract. No, no, no. No, that's no. That's how Claude is. Claude is a demon. Hmm. So basically, Eileen, she's trying to she she gets stabbed by the sword protecting Claude, and you find that she's also someone of that ancestry that can use that sword. That's why it's not killing her, but she still takes the hits. Like they fucking hurt, mm-hmm. but she can like grab it all this, and she took it away from her. So now she has a sword in possession, not Lilia. And she's talking, to, and she's like comforting Claude. She's like trying to calm him down. Like, I'm okay. Like, I'm here. I'm here with you. Like, she's very sincere towards Claude, and he slowly turns back to himself, his normal self. Mm. So, yeah, Claude fails. He's pissed off. <laughs> Sorry, not Claude, Cedric. Cedric's pissed off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Claude like carries Eileen away. They like fly away, <laughs> and that was the episode ended. And another fun one, definitely good. I I enjoy these characters. Cool, yeah. So it's so no goodie. Uh, I got two more. All right. Uh, reincarnated as a sword. It says there's four episodes out right now, but I didn't see on High Dive, so either my app is fucked up or they're just a week behind. So I'm only going on episode three. Let me look at mine while you talk. Uh, but yeah, uh, Fran's an adventurer now, so she needs legit gear. Yeah, it says four, episode five airing in five days. So yeah, they must be a week behind. <clears throat> is it like on there? Oh, I didn't look on High Dive. I looked on Analyst to see. I, I'll log into High Dive and see. Yeah, because I didn't see it unless my eyes missed it for some reason. Okay. Chotamata. Chotamata Kurasai. Uh, while I'm talking. Okay, so yeah. Uh, France uh, needs actual legit armor, so there she's getting this while she's trying to go shopping. But this uh, high-level blacksmith named Gallus, she's like... Hey, I heard you're looking for armor. Come you know, with you me. Said high little black, and I thought you were gonna go somewhere else. Sorry. <laughs> the high level blacksmith. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> but, yeah, uh but yeah, Shisho, yeah. Uh, the teacher of the sword. Uh, mm-hmm. Like okay, like uh, okay, let's let's follow him for now, but be cautious. Mm-hmm. So Fran's trying on all this armor. She's like very happy because she's like she's actually gonna be an adventurer. Mm-hmm. And then Gallus, the blacksmith, is like, "So, um, I so what? I see you got an intelligent weapon over there. So now mm-hmm. they're, they're so they're, they're both like cautious. That like, huh? how do you know what happened? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> which, uh, what's with the? Of course, he, what's with the? Wow, who's who's saying wow? I'm gonna find out. Moments. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but Gallus reassures him like, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna hurt you and all this. Like, I just." Yeah, I'm fascinated by the weapon. So that's mm-hmm. why I'm asking, like, why do you, was want, do you want my... Okay. What's up, Layton? <laughs> but, and yeah, and then uh, Gallus was like, uh, why do you want 
those swords, yeah, they have higher attack, but you have better mana control. So you can use your mana mm-hmm. to, to, to upgrade yourself, and then you can basically, it breaks one of the swords, for an example. Mm-hmm. So now Gal says he's going to make, make them like all new top of the line equipment, mm-hmm. but it's going to take about a month. Like, okay, fine. They got a month. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is so, not out yet. Okay. So I don't know how they're seeing episode four. Mm-hmm. An exclusive, maybe I don't know. I'll, I'll look later, but um, what you call it? And then uh, Shiso was telling Fran, like, "Hey, do you need like undergarments and stuff like this?" She's like, "No, I have no need." And one of the the store owner her, overheard her, it's like, "No, you ain't going commando while going adventurous." Well, why not? Right? It's, it's, it's indecent. <laughs> So they drag There's nothing that says you can't not wear pantsu. Exactly, exactly. Pantsu is not Ichiban. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, she bought on. She bought underwear, casual clothes, all that shit. It, 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 it wasn't fan service. Calm down. Yep, she's she's technically a child. So all right, all right. I'm calm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> she's a child. She's an actual child. I'm calm. All right, so yeah, now the next stop is uh, getting uh, spices, ingredients like for food, for cooking, because mm-hmm. the store the store can cook. He has cooking mm-hmm. skills, mm-hmm. but telepathy. <laughs> yeah, so they, they do all that and they get to the uh, they get to the hotel room. Fran's happy as fuck because she has she has a bit she has, she, has, she hasn't had a bed before or anything like that. So she's like crying like happy tears of joy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she saw the swords like had before the guy. We'll make sure we'll have all the hotels because we're an adventure now. Mm-hmm. Fran's, Fran's hugging the swords like, oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, um, the sword chooses her how to cook. Uh, they're talking about stuff, but Fran passed out on the bed, obviously. Uh, next day, they're getting ready for adventure and they see filthy goblins. Hmm. Goblins are attacking these three adventurers, so Fran helps out. Uh, they kill those group of ten goblins, but they're like, oh, there's this much, and there's a horde somewhere. And here's the goblin invasion. She's trying to fight them off. She's getting shot with arrows. She got she got slashed a bit. And the sword's telling her, like, I think we should retreat, but she's like, I am never running Nico! away again. And she says, I'm never running away again. And... Episode ends there. And she dies in episode four. Stop it. The goblin. No, let me not. (coughs) Let me not go there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Last one Blue Lock. Last but not least. Uh, Put the word left off. Uh, Isaki, he kicked the ball. He hit Nagi, the popular rival, in the face with the soccer ball. Mm. And since the timer ran out, He's eliminated. He's kicked out of Blue Lock. Mm. So Nagi is flipping the fuck out. He's like, this isn't soccer. Fuck this. Huh, Nagi's our, our, our main character? Yeah, he was like, you, like you see okay. him in episode one, like, talking to him like, hey, yeah, we I beat you in the game, but you did great, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, so all this, he was like talking about teamwork and all this. He's out already. Kicked out. Bye-bye. Jim Posse's like, fuck you. Get out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Loser. 
That's what you are, a loser. Backer. Backer. Uh, and then you find out the people in that room, the 11 remaining people, they are going to be living together. They are going to be a team together. You know, there's more players on a on a, on a a soccer team than 11 players. Well, they're doing just the 11. That's kind of dumb. It is, but... Like, you, there's got to be a minimum of 22 players, a backup for each position. Right, but again, it's for like the small, it's like training type of shit. <laughs> I, I, I know what you're saying, but they're doing... They're trying to go to the World Cup and you've only got 11 people. Well, then again, he only wants one person out of, a, out of his 300 people. That's the thing. So he's basically, he wants the best person solely as people, as he starts trimming the fat of everyone. So the rest it's of the team be garbage and they'll fucking get blown out by Brazil 50 to nothing in a game. Okay. Yep. So yeah. Makes no uh, sense. Well, so yeah. So yeah. Uh, Isagi, he's meeting his, uh, some of his crew, Megaru, Chigiri, Rensuke. Uh, I don't know the other people yet, but those are like the main ones. Mm-hmm. And then there's a basically he wants basically Jim Pachi wants to go back to the basics of soccer where positions really didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just being that striker. That's so like that's bullshit. The fucking goalkeeper is always gonna fucking matter. As I said, like it's like don't give a shit about you being on middle or over there on the left. I, oh my god, you're pissing me off so bad talking about this fucking show. Well, that's what the guy's saying. <laughs> He wants like the old how soccer used to be before everyone cared about positions in the night in like the eighteen hundreds. Fuck off! Yes, that's why. That's Fuck why. He, off. That's why he thinks Japan ain't winning. Can build technology, can't play soccer. Yes, produces the best yeah. wrestling, can't play fucking soccer. Yep. You know. <laughs> Pretty country, uh, no perverts with fucking children. All right, <laughs> racist perverts <laughs> can't play soccer. Uh, but yeah, uh, middle of the night, Isagi wants to go do solo training, and he sees the guy that slept that like, sleeps but can still kick you when he's asleep. Uh, Megaru, he meets him and is like, and he wants to train, like, he wants to train with him basically. Mm-hmm. So they they better start talking. And then Isaki's like, so why'd you pass the ball to me during this elimination thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, because I knew you, I knew you would kick it. So, but how did you know I would kick it at him? So, because basically he thinks Meguru, he has a monster in him, like that talks to him, mm-hmm. like it. I guess it's like his instincts or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, there's like they told me that you would kick the ball because like you have it too, don't you? That's, that little thing in your head that's telling you to do something. That's called being crazy. Yes. And Isaki's like, yeah, kind of, because he was the he was one that thought, like, I could take the shot by myself, but until the coach said, no, you got to pass it. Because if he followed his instincts, he would have won the game. So, the, so they were, like, bonding over that while practicing soccer. And then they're going to go to the first game with uh, Team Z against Team, like, you. Pardon. And the episode ends there. So, basically, episode four is going to be the game. <laughs> I that was... I'm 
totally not thinking about fucking blue lock anymore. Like <laughs> that just threw me off. You did? Did you do do it yourself? Oh shit. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, I don't recall him talking about. Doing no, no, no. I got it. So yeah, I was literally looking at your list, and I was like, Can I request you not do Blue Lock as the last one of your thing ever again? Because it's just gonna piss me off. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, so I'll close it with Do It Yourself. All right. Yeah. Let's never close with Blue Lock again. No, this was no. This one was really good. The blue, do It Yourself. This is really good. All right. All right. Slow loop right. with carpentry. Okay. But no. But but there's more than that though. Like there's actual characters. There's actual interactions. This this one you learn nothing about carpentry. It was more about the characters this time. Mm-hmm. We have a transfer student, and um, one of the girls Miku tries to talk to her like in broken English, and this girl, this transfer student, in broken in her awful broken English, also says, "Leave me alone." All this, uh, she apparently was crying. You hear her crying outside of the the shed where the club's doing the do yourself. Mm. So Serifu, she like talks to her and says, hey, do you want a hammer or a handkerchief? It's like, why are you offering a hammer? <laughs> like, do you want to bash someone? <laughs> you know you can use the other end for, right? Yeah, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> stop it. <laughs> uh, all that's going on. And uh, this transit student is like mocking do- the do-it-yourself club. Like, it's for primitives, primates. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this pissed off Ray. And uh, Serifu, she like fell over onto this transit student. They're both injured because you know Serifu is always injured. I also feel bad for her pet pig because she eats pork for dinner every night, and the piggies are staring at him like, "That's gonna be me. That's gonna be me." I swear. That was my cousin. Yes, <laughs> the sacrifice of me to the wonderful Oscar Myers. How dare you! But yeah, uh, despite this girl m- mocking the do-it-yourself club every time, she's always there. Like she's always mm-hmm. hanging out outside. Then you find out, yeah, these she are middle lives. schoolers, right? High school. Are they high school? Yeah, they are high school. But uh, but the trans student, since he's really smart, she's moved. She got moved up a few grades. A few, okay. Yeah, but she's younger than them, but she's still in the high school. So she should know to do that hammer. What? I said she should know to do that hammer. No. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you find out she lives alone. Uh, all this, like she's, she's basically she's very lonely. Mm. That's why she keeps going there. She's kind of a tsundere. Okay. And then uh, eventually, it got to the point. Well, yeah, she actually likes building stuff, but she builds like computers. She she built her smartphone. She built and, a smartphone. What is she Chinese? Yes. No, it's like British. British, British don't fucking make smartphones. The Chinese speak, make smartphones. No, but no, she's she she speaks English. I'll never forgive the Chinese. <laughs> well, it's the Japanese, but I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he had an affair there. <laughs> That's why he won't forgive them because he fought him his dick. Oh, God. But, yeah, uh, eventually, she say, yeah, she knows she actually knows how to build stuff because she used to build, like, with tools with her mom. So I guess the mom's dead or... Mm. But, yeah, uh, she eventually wants to join the club. It's like, so what's your name? 
Juliet's Queen Elizabeth VIII. That's her oh, full what name. The fuck. No, but no, but she doesn't what? want to use that. But she doesn't want to use that. But she wants to, so she wants a nickname. She gets a nickname. It's uh, Jobco. What? Well, how have you said good? I, apparently, that's how she said good job in Japanese. Um, trying to remember how that is. Jobco, something like that. Hey, Google, how do you say good job in Japanese? In Japanese, that's your good it's that. What else should I translate? Nothing else, thank you. Weird. Okay. Got yeah, from basically. <laughs> that's Google for you, y'all. All righty. But, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, her, her nickname is, is Dropico. Instead of Juliet Elizabeth the Eighth, did they make that specifically because the Queen died? I hope so. <laughs> I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she's now part of the club. She has that. Now they have uh, four people in the group. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. It's cute. I like the interaction. So I wonder who the next one will be. All now right. we can move on. It's better than fucking Blue Lock. I'm sorry, you fucking soured me on Blue Lock. That stupidity. Like, it was one thing. We had a, a, an interesting discussion about technology and Gundam. And I was like, all right, you know, it is what it is. Not the best, but yeah, all right. Fucking Blue I'm Lock. A, I'm, fucking just tell, I'm just telling you what's going on. Fucking Blue Lock. Oh, God. I just, you know, Blue Derp is what the fuck I see. Derp, derp is what the fuck I see with Blue Lock. God damn it. Again, I'm just telling you what they're, te- what they're showing. <laughs> all right. 55 minutes in. We're back to where we normally are, Matt. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Yep. All right. <coughs> yeah, all right. Now, one I added. Thanks, Bleach. Yeah, let's start off, baby. I I came there it's like all right. All yeah, right. Did you not? I know, but you. I will admit the yeah, animation so much better. It's seen. It's, it's like a, little, a movie. Yeah, it, lo- it looks like a, it's actually serious this time. Like I it's like it's gonna be hopefully just no filler, just. The arc. That's all I want. You do know we're gonna probably at some point get some sort of like random filler episode. I just feel it. Coming. Well, I don't want. I don't want a filler arc. I don't want like a filler of ten episodes. I just want the oh, yeah, arc. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know. If we could do that, I'm, I'm golden. Good. We might win Great. any of the year for next year. Yeah, <sighs> might. It might. It has a chance if it, if it keeps up. This if it, if it stays consistent, I will say yes. Or right, very, what happened, or, Matt? In episode two. <clears throat> episode two. Uh fucking. I can talk. You, yeah, go ahead, please. Okay. I, I'm still not well. <laughs> All right. Episode two. So episode two starts off with uh, <laughs> Wanda and Reich uh, giving their report about what happened, and the boss, whose name I don't know. Do you know the boss's name? I don't know the for the name. for the for the Quincy's. Yeah, for the Wanda and Reich, the Quincy's. Queen cheese. As a, uh, as a, uh, what's it called? Mayuri says, "Is it Queen She?" What did he? What did he look like again? Anyway, uh, he's he looks Mexican. Uh, Yawatch, you watch that guy. Anyway, yeah, Y H W A C H. Oh yeah, it's a fucking weird German name. Yush. 
So anyway, that guy basically blows off the fucking guy who blew he, again. He blew off his it, fucking arm in episode one, and they decapitated and so, him. And he's decapitated in episode two. He looks at the guy who faced Ichigo, the the wrong car that faced Ichigo, and he's like, you know, there's nothing particularly praiseworthy, but there's nothing really to punish you. But regardless, you've done your job, so thank you. Decapitates him too. Yeah, it's like he didn't need you. Fuck you. <laughs> Did you fucking? And then he's like. Sir, was that a good idea? Like his his uh, subordinates were like, "Sir, was that a a good idea?" We're like, "Yeah, we could just get another one. No big deal." Yeah. And then they turn uh, behind him, and we see Holly Bell chained up. Yeah. We see Holly Bell chained up, and then at, at a, a later portion in the uh, in the episode, we basically get to see briefly the uh, the battle uh, that uh, happened what between Boss yeah. and Holly Bell, and Holly Bell, you know, took up, and she got wrecked by this guy absolutely wrecked and so by this someone that's considered a low-ranking quincy basically and so um wait are you talking about i'm talking about holly bell holly bell didn't holly bell got wrecked by the by the boss oh you got wrecked by the boss i forgot wrecked by that guy that's running the place now okay yeah holly bell got wrecked by the boss you're thinking of uh of her subordinates the 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 tres besos i believe they're, that's what they're called the three besos the tres something i forget what they're the second i forgot what they're called it just like I think it was tres besos, which is three kisses, um, yeah. in Spanish. So, um, anyway, we basically see the episode continues on with some Iran car being lined up after the rest of wherever the fuck they were living in got destroyed, and we see the girls, um, basically say like, "Hey, we're gonna you know stand up, we're gonna revolt," and so, um, as they start killing more Iran car, this fucking low ranking Quincy, like general, I guess, or lieutenant or whatever the fuck he is. He starts killing them all, like stabbing them and shit. Um, the three revolt and they start killing a bunch of like the little, like the really low ranking Quincy's. They kill a they kill a bunch of them, fucking yes. really in, in quick succession, right? And it's like, oh shit, let's go. Um, <clears throat> actually, no, I'm lying. I'm kind of lying. Um, the I'm sorry, the two girls that stepped up before they got destroyed and killed uh, yeah. were the two girls from earlier in uh, in Bleach. I that basically call themselves like Eisen's assistants. Eisen, right? Subject, yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck they were, like two girls, these two like small t- petite girls, and they step up, kill a couple of the Quincy's, and then they die. They get fucking wrecked. And so then to avenge them is the tres besos. The tres besos starts killing a bunch more of the low ranking Quincy's, and then we get like this Quincy general, and the Quincy general wrecks them, just offs them. Right? Yeah, so, they were like, oh, he's he he's no match for us, but like, you sure? <laughs> yeah. So these Quincy's are fucking op as fuck because the 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 people that the fucking uh that the soul society struggled against in their battle yeah or had difficulties with like they're just getting off like nothing by these guys it's wild and so <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> ichigo and crew head over there and the basic- well, before that though we see kasuke again that transports them <laughs> oh kisuke yeah sorry my bad uh forgetting this i'm in the midst of all and this- then uh, and then ishida says i cannot come with you yeah, so basically they hear out the story from Pesce and um and Nell and they're like, Are you gonna come save us? Well Ichigo's like, Yeah, of course, I can't just ignore it. And so uh Ishida's like, I can't come with you. I can't I refuse to yeah, he yeah, he can't interfere with Quincy and Soul Reaper either. Like mm-hmm. No, he doesn't know that. He doesn't know about the fact that they're Quincy's. Oh, he doesn't, okay. He but does he does not know that. No, he does not know that at all. That that the people well, that yeah. Ichigo because Ichigo I don't know if Ichigo told him, but it's not distinctly said. But he yeah. doesn't know that these people are Quincy's. 
And so uh, he just yeah, knows. He does, yeah, he just assumed from the one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just, well, he didn't see him. He's, he didn't see that power or nothing. So that's the issue. Um, so just the principle, he basically doesn't go off the principle of helping Arankar. He doesn't want to help the Arankar. And yeah. so it was Kisuke, Sato, Orihime, and Ichigo, and Pesci and Nell. And they head back to Pueco Mundo. They had landing Pueco Mundo. Everything is destroyed. You see a bunch of like reishi fires um, because again, their fires are so fu- like the reishi is so like dense and like pure. It just it yeah. lights shit up to like right, like burn. Like that's, burn. And that's how they and that's how they know like they're dead or something like that. Yeah, like they're burning, like it's bad. And so Ichigo rushes over to the scene. We see the battle happen with the Aron cars and the episode. Oh, I'm also skipping another part. I keep skipping oh, ahead. I keep skipping ahead. Uh, the, the part that I missed was uh, back in the Soul Society. Uh, we see the cremation of the. Where first off, we get the, we get the um, official at the beginning of the episode, which I skipped as well. At the beginning of the episode, we get the official notice from the Soul Society. <laughs> all like all like, like hey, th- this captain's dead. <laughs> like hey, the vice captain of Squad One is dead. All the members of Squad One are dead. All one hundred and sixty-seven members of Squad One. Have been murdered by these fucking people. So call yeah. them like, and you hear this on like the soul phone, like basically the homeboy cell phone. Um, <clears throat> and later on in the episode, we also see uh, Mayuri uh, give a report to all the captains of the people that are um, the Wandenreich, and they're like, "Oh, we see the, the their power. We see them the hollows, all that." He basically said, with all the facts, like it's pretty obvious who these people are. They're Quincy's. They're Quincy's. And that's where that kind of cuts off from that standpoint. Uh, from there, the episode ends as we mentioned with Ichigo finally meeting up with the um, with the the, 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 the yeah the Quincy lieutenant. Um, as I think, did he off, did he finish offing the tres pesos or did he? I think they were wounded. Yeah, they're like really critically wounded. Um, so is he about off them? Ichigo saves them, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, good stuff. Really good stuff. Fantastic stuff, dude. All right. Uh, next one, uh, one that just aired, The Little Lies We All Tell. Yes. We find out what they are. Uh, Sekine is the telepath. Mm-hmm. Tsubasa is a guy, Trapcoon. Mm-hmm. Trapcoon. Chiyo is Ninja. Not to say he's kind of cute. Can't lie. Yeah, right? Can't lie. It's like a tomboyish. Yeah. Except uh, it's an actual, uh, actual boy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Chio is a ninja. Is <laughs> an alien. Mm. As Sakine over read the minds of Chio and Rika, hearing all this. Yep. But she can't read Tsubasa's because it only works on only. gender. Uh, girls only. Yeah, like same. And she doesn't know that. She doesn't know that 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 it only works on girls. Yeah. Only. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but she's like, oh, it can't. Doesn't seem to work on it. So yeah, it's all basically it's just that one classroom all talking while trying to not give stuff away about themselves. Mm. With uh, Rico, she's like on a crusade for her people. Mm. Uh, Chio, uh, she wants to live a normal life in the school, doesn't want to be a ninja anymore. Mm. Uh, Subasa is basically his sister didn't want to go to school, so just you take my place. And what was for Sakini? Or we didn't explain hers. They didn't go over hers. She's just the funniest character. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, she was just reading their minds. Yep. Yep. So all that's going on. Uh, Chio sees a ninja assassin outside. 
and then uh, what you call it? Rika got rid of one of them accidentally for you know passing gas because she had to for antenna. No, it was the same one. It was it's, the same it, one. Okay, it's the same boy that fucking uh, the, that homegirl fucking wrecked. Yeah. She came back to to try and wreck Subasa, not Subasa. I forget that. Uh, Chio, Chio, and, uh, and basically Boop. she got the fucking methane gas or chlorine gas. I think it was chlorine from, from the antenna from Rika. Yeah, or her bow ties. Sorry. They look like bow ties, but they're really fucking hidden as a tenant. And they're gross looking. Like when you really look they at them, are. they're yeah. really gross. I forgot what happened to make uh, Rika freak out, thinking that they're all like spot. Oh, her uh, machine malfunctioned. Her, her teddy yeah. bear or whatever. Yeah, the teddy bear is basically hiding her uh, hypnosis that make her yeah. not make them not suspect that she's an alien. Yeah, makes them think something else. Yeah, yeah. And, and malfunctioned. Yeah. Uh, it said something. It made Rika freak out. It left to the point where Chio knocked her out as a ninja of the face. Boom. And yeah, and then yeah, yeah, she's knocked out for a bit. The machine's fine. It dried. It was a, it was a, it was pretty funny. It has some funny moments. Sekine is hilarious. She yes. is absolutely hilarious. She's my favorite character. I don't really and and Trap Coon is my second favorite character. I don't really care about the other two girls. Like, eh. eh. Well, the, the ninja's fine in small bits, not like a whole thing. Because again, yeah, and, and and the alien, I just I don't find her alien funny at all. I don't. I don't find the alien. I don't find her funny at all. No, she's eh. Honestly, this is my first episode of the season, first show of the season where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give it some time. It owes it. Owes, I owe it that. But if I'm a, not as potential. It does, but then at the same time, it's got potential for both. It's got the potential to be really funny and solid, or it's got the potential for me to drop it. Truth be told. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think it'll just be just a standard comedy slice of life. I don't see anything being groundbreaking. Like, it's not going to be Uzaki. It's not going to be no. Bochi the Rock. It's not going to no. be like Love Flops. <laughs> I just want Trap Queen to get a boner. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Trap Queen to get a boner. Yeah, and he he was like trying to figure it out. It's not like yo. So when you, all right, let's re, let's back this up. Trap coon, right? When we say trap in anime, like they are feminine and they they have you know there's sexual tension. Like no, like this guy is completely comfortable being straight. He just can pass as looking like a girl, but he's completely normal. He's completely straight. <laughs> like nothing yeah. doesn't have any sort of of queer tendencies or anything. Of yeah, this he, he's just yeah he's just cross dressing for his sister. He's just cross dressing because his sister demanded that he did. Yeah. And he and he figured, okay, I may as well try to get laid while I'm here. Yeah, he's attracted to none of them. Yeah, basically. <clears throat> I'm waiting right. for you. That'll make my that'll make the season. If he yes. gets a hard on for I'm waiting. I'm waiting for one of them to like sit on his lap. Yeah. I feel like that's what will happen. Do you stuff your pantsuit? Oh yeah. Like ah shit. <laughs> All right, I'll let you take this one. Rainbow the inner palace. <laughs> Because you don't remember, huh? Again, I have a lot. <laughs> so bear with me. <laughs> I know you do. Um, I gotta remember what the fuck happened. Right? Okay, so I, yes. <laughs> I, all right, I just don't. I'm not good with these characters because they're Chinese. Chinese names are really hard. They really fucking are hard, dude. Yeah, uh, Rio Ka. I don't know the the other woman. Uh, Jiju. No, I know Juju, and I know I know I know Juju, I know Jusetsu, I know Emperor. Um, you I can look at the Empress? attendant. No, the 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 Emperor's friend. 
which is what the episode focuses on. I don't know her fucking. I don't remember her name, and it's a hard Chinese name. Do you know? Do you remember what she looked like? She was really pretty. <laughs> Tall, dark hair, light skin, had a mole. What color was her dress? She, I think, varied, but she had a light blue dress. I think at one point. Kajo. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just gonna describe and I, I'm gonna describe it as best as I can. So the episode focuses on the emperor's friend. The emperor's friend is a. Um, she has some, some sort of a title. Again, I don't remember the title. My apologies, because the title actually is a fake title. We find out later on in the episode. <laughs> right. But basically, the show follows this woman as she visits her and her, her ladies-in-waiting uh, visit the Raven consort. And they say, you know, like, hey, we just wanted to see who the Raven consort was. They're like, oh, well, do you have a request? They're like, we'll come back for our request. We just want to see the woman who uh, who the emperor is neglecting his other consorts for. And Jusetsu uh, is like, well, I don't do nighttime duties for the emperor. You know, I'm just the Raven consort. And she's like, we know, like, you know, but she he's been coming here every single night, really late. He hardly visits his consorts. Um, so we just wanted to see the woman that's got him so infatuated with you and you know that's who so that's that of course later on in the evening the uh the emperor comes over um to the i forget to discuss something do you remember what it was to discuss he wanted to discuss something and then uh his friend the the woman shows up and says my request and they're like okay well what's your request and her request is to see her dead lover um and we get the story it's a really nice story actually of the soul whistle um, or I'm sorry, the, the the spring whistle. My bad, the spring whistle. So the spring whistle in Japan, in sorry, in Chinese culture, <coughs> um, you basically build a a whistle and you hang it on your house. And the, there's a proverb that says that every spring, when your whistle blows in the wind, it's the soul of your beloved, whoever that may be, um, visiting you and saying, "Hey, you know, I'm good in the afterlife. Just wanted to say I'm here to to see you and say hi." And then that's the that's the the story. So she has this whistle that she had made by someone who we don't know at the at this time. We find out later, but doesn't know at this time. Someone made this whistle, handcrafted it. The whistle has never blown. And so Jusetsu is like, Well, do you want me to call the soul of your of your beloved? And she's like, Yes, if you don't mind. So she gets the information of the beloved, again, another hard Chinese name. Um, gets the soul of the beloved, tries to call it with her magic, nothing happens. And so, so she tells, like, huh? yeah. So she tells her, like, "Hey, like your beloved isn't in paradise. They call heaven paradise. Uh, your beloved is basically, not in paradise. basically, basically. Are you sure he's? Are you sure he's dead? Right. It's either he's in hell or he's alive. One or the other. Um, <coughs> and, so, and they go uh, detail of what happened. Basically, sometimes yeah. was it some type of like revolt. Or it was a like revolt that? of some course. Yeah. Basically, and we get one. Of, we get the introduction of a new character. Um, <coughs> Uh, Oneki is the the guard, right? Yes. So we get the introduction of another character, and this character basically is kind of like an informant, where like he gets information about whatever needs he needs to get information on, and delivers it over to the attendant to the emperor or to the emperor himself. So we get the introduction of that character, and he basically finds out more information about uh, what happened. But basically, the initial story is that there was an uprising in this province three years ago, and he was killed as part of his uprising. And so 
they set out on an adventure to try and get the information. Uh, and we find out through this person a little later, I believe the next day, but we find out from this person that uh, her beloved was killed three years ago. Um, the person who led the uprising was some man that basically was kind of like a proverb, uh, but he used no magic. So he was very, you know, interesting fellow before he was killed. And <laughs> one of the caveats of that, which we see in various bits is they said that he was sometimes two different people that he might've been possessed by something at different intervals uh, during this uprising before he was killed. And so it, throughout the episode, we basically see different people with their eyes glowing red, um, which is, you know, a bit peculiar. We found out about the magic. And so while this is happening, the, um, the next day, I believe it's the next day uh, somebody disappears. Like one of the ladies in waiting disappears and they call Jusetsu like, Hey, the lady disappeared. We're trying to get information. So they call her and she goes over to like the lady's chambers. She blows. Um, she basically gets like, I think a piece of hair and she um, does some magic and creates a Raven. And the Raven was basically going to follow the scent of the hair and find the woman where she's at on the grounds. So they follow the Raven or uh, sorry, Jusetsu follows the Raven and they find her in a like wooded area and she's possessed by this supposed possession that we heard, told about. And again, it's got a name. I, I, I don't remember the name. My apologies. Um, but the possession has a name and basically the possession kind of knows Jusetsu's secret and also knows her power and shares similar power with Jusetsu. And basically she, he, they, it wants Jusetsu to, to join forces with him or like, you know, he'll reveal the secret, something along those lines. Basically Jusetsu doesn't fall for it. And one of the things that the woman is holding is a gourd. And the gourd basically is like a magical gourd that has a, a magic seal on it that contains the souls, including the particular soul that she was looking for. And so using her powers, she's able to break the seal and therefore break the goal, the gourd. And in that process, the um basically she's able to exercise that possession from the woman um however after she does that the 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 possession basically kind of reveals itself in like a ghost form and it's uh somebody of similar ilk with white hair and said don't worry this isn't the last time we're going to meet basically um and it disappears and she's able to basically collect the soul of the beloved of the of of the woman and I'm skip. I skipped a couple parts. Basically, we find out um, that again, the woman and the emperor are childhood friends, and the emperor was the one who made the whistle for her, um, which is very interesting. And we also find out a little bit more about the emperor in terms of um, uh, his mentorship and how he learned uh, to make the whistle. He said that she, he basically had a father figure, like this old man, and the old man was brutally murdered. And she mentioned never mention his name in front of him if you wanna you know if you wanna live basically don't mention yeah. his name. Um, and I, again, we don't know the name, hard Chinese name. Sorry guys. Um, and so the episode basically ends with Jusetsu going calling over the the woman, um, showing her, uh, I'm sorry, giving her the soul, and the soul makes the whistle the makes the whistle blow. The whistle blows. She begins to cry. 
she follows the soul outside and the soul ends up going to uh to paradise and she said to tells the woman like hey don't worry about it your does that soul will be back your your beloved will be back next spring and the whistle will blow and all will be normal now that he's returned to paradise and she begins to bawl uncontrollably as a reward she gets a pretty little gift and she mentioned hey you know like wear my gift and come see me so basically she offers her friendship to the raven consort and the raven consort um it's interesting because throughout the episode there's we see little flashbacks of the raven consort when she grew up with the previous raven consort and the the th- the thing about the raven consort which is pretty fascinating is it's a very lonely position you're not supposed to get attached to any requ- any one particular person or one particular request because it's supposed to impair your judgments you're supposed to remain completely neutral you're not supposed to take requests from the emperor of all people um there's various caveats to the raven consort position that are currently being broken by this emperor and by um, these people that she's, you know, basically been doing these these favors for in general. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see how that works. Um, the, the Raven Consort didn't have friends. There are people trying to court her as friends like Juju and this woman. Um, they're trying to befriend her. The emperor clearly has feelings for her. Um, so uh, very interesting stuff that we see throughout the episode. Um, yeah. But no, this was a nice episode. <laughs> This is a nice series. Like it's not gonna like blow you away, but it's very intriguing, very very like aesthetically pleasing. The yes. the uh the musical composition is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Um, it's a very solid series. If you like old like history mixed with magic, this is a pretty decent show for you to watch. Yeah. All right, moving on. The Eminence and Shadow. <laughs> a weird one. This was definitely a weird one, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of picked up where it left off where Sid talked about his, his harm leaving. Yeah, which was weird. It just kind of like they left and then they time skipped. I, I kind of yeah. that kind of threw me off. Like they left and then they time skipped two years, and he's got he's fifteen now. And and he's like he hasn't heard from them since. He hasn't heard from them since. There, he's fifteen now. And he's randomly thinking about it two years. Later. Yeah, and he basically enrolls. <laughs> like a, a a special like magical slash sword academy that his yep. that his sister went to and he's in, he's still pre- pre- perfectly like normal background character he's got normal loser friends that go along with him and uh over there they see they see this man proposing to this princess named alexa you're also forgetting the beginning of the episode where we see that in his human life he went fucking crazy he's like magic 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 yes and he got hit by a truck and he throws himself in front of truck coon that's 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 how he died yep that's how he died he went crazy and threw himself in front of truck coon yep he wanted to be batman (laughs) basically did he anyway yeah so but yeah this this guy proposed to alexa she turned him down yes and now uh, i was a nice guy a nice guy like rich and handsome and and then sid got roped into doing it because he he, uh he failed the the, he got the lowest score on their previous test and so there was a bet the the lowest person has to confess their feelings to the princess and then he did like this fake weak sob story very nervous he looked Ryan. like Kazuya. he looked like Kazuto. Yeah, Kazuya. It, he looked like Kazuya. Is it, is it, I, I like you. All this. I like, literally watched that and I was like, "Oh, this is how Kazuya is going to ask uh, somebody out." Makes sense. Uh, yeah, fucking uh, Jesus. Yeah, basically. But yeah, he's like, "Good, this is going to work. She's going to turn me down. 
We're good. I can be left alone. She grabs his hand and says, sure. That's the type of guy I was looking for. Eh? And everyone, eh? everyone is shocked and like giving him death glares. He's trying to be like this annoying Dane Cook piece of shit with yep. with uh, like, oh, uh, let me uh, oh yeah, she she has her own food for lunch. Like, well, uh, I'm going to take some of that box. Yeah, she's like, I never finished it. She's like, oh, well, this tastes good. Oh, this tastes good. And everyone's like looking at him like with disgust. Even she is just like looking at him like pardon? <laughs> you pig. As like, you want to join my uh, fencing class? Oh, I, I, I'm rank nine? It's like, I'm rank one. Oh yeah, I can get you in. It's like, oh yep. boy, this can't be good. Yep. And so they basically uh, they, they take practice class and she's perfectly normal. And again, nobody knows that he's got these OP powers and he's ridiculously yeah. and OP. he's and, have and then he's having this minimal inner monologues like yeah, basically. Yeah, her, her moves are very normal. basic. Yeah, she's basic, but she's got all the things down, you know, but she's so dull, like this is so dull. And like then, she's like she's like she's like and you find out yeah she's trying to be better than her sister who's like this hero of the black knights or no that's uh that's uh what's his face sister that's Sid's sister Sid's sister is stronger than the black knights no if I was that's no the other woman is a powerful like swords woman but she's not like she I think she's on par with them Iris yeah Iris yeah she's on par with the knights but I don't think she's like a hero of the black knights I she's think the like the she's the first she sister. is the first princess of the kingdom of Midgar and leader of the order okay well I, whatever the fuck that means I'm just looking at my profile you say lord of the rings anyway um and so we find out basically after class that the teacher the sensei of the class is actually uh the princess's fucking betrothed Zenon yeah Zenon sensei and so <laughs> Sid figures out pretty quickly, like, oh, like she's just using me, so she doesn't have to go out with him. And so she he confronts the uh, the princess. The princess, and uh, she admits it, and he's like, oh, it. big deal, what of it? Yeah, he's like, I'm really not good. You think I'm gonna fall for this? Yeah. And then she like grabs him from her pocket. It's a gold coin. Yeah. Tosses it. And he's like, you really think you could buy me with money? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, you're right. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. Then, and then we got he our turns first... into a dog. He turns into Enokun. We get we get our first uh Denki. He turns into Denki. <laughs> pochi kun, pochi pochi, orf orf. Yep. So he he's like he caught a gold coin. coin with his mouth. Yep. And, and he basically becomes her bitch. Yep. Because like, I need this for my guild. Let's the first, no, for his sh- his, yeah, his yeah. shadow uh, organization shadow procedures, whatever organization. Whatever so he's like, maybe that. they'll come back. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, they start acting like a couple, like, just like, or having her arm around. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get him jealous. And yeah, he's trying to get her fiance jealous. Yep. And Zenon doesn't give a fuck. He's like, he's, yeah. talking, he's talking to two girls. Now she's jealous. Yep. Basically. And then they have an argument on the train one night as they're going home. Yeah. Like, talking about, like, she's trying to talk about his sisters. Like, you don't need to be your sister. Like, you're fine as you are. Yeah. He's like, how dare you? <laughs> Basically, because he she he said that like you know your sword fencing is like basic, but I like it. I like your style. Like you know, and one of the things that the princess kept saying is like, yo, you you're I'm basically fighting myself. Like you're my mirror. Like you know whatever. And she hates and, it. And she hates it. And so they get into a fight. Um, the train stops and she leaves. And she's like, sayonara. <laughs> and uh, Sid is like, well, there goes the end of my relationship. Everything's normal. He's with his friends. Whatever the case is. The next morning, we see Zenon. And a, a couple of knights 
surround him and his friends. And I was like, hey. Are you, are you, she never got home. She never returned to her dorm, and you're the last person to see her alive. Do you mind if we ask some questions? And, and he, he nearly spit, basically surrenders as if like he did something. Yep. And meanwhile, so, the whole thing was watching. Yep. So that's how that episode ended. Nice weird, episode. It, very weird, but yeah, it was good, especially near the end. Yeah. I'm very so, curious to see how Zenon, because uh, I feel like Zenon's going to be part of the bad guys. Oh yeah, sure. and I feel I feel like Zen is going to be part of the bad guys, and I think the witch, or sorry, I think the princess is going to like see Sid for who he is, and want to like actually be with him and join him and whatnot. Yes, that's my call. Don't know. Yeah, we see. will see. Uh, moving on, Uzaki Chan. Kind of funny. Pretty funny. Uh, we got we got a school festival. Bunkasai. And Sakurai doesn't want to go because he wants to play his new game. <laughs> yes, because he's a but uh, what you call it? Uh, Uzaki like teasing him on and all this, but someone. No, before that, Uzaki was like, "Oh well, do you mind if I come over and we hang out?" Like, "Oh yeah, that'd be nice." She because she just wants to be around her senpai, aka her crush. But um, Sa- uh, Sasaki has yes. plans. Yes, and uh, basically he try he's trying to entice them to come. With yeah. this brand new game, in more console. than one way. Yes, but yeah, basically, there's a brand new game console as a grand prize for the lottery. If you spend this much money in every in every stall, and you get a stamp. Yep, and uh, Uzaki's like, "I want it! I want it!" And Senpai is like, "Oh, you know what? You want it? You want it? Let's let's go try and get it." Okay. So yeah, so yeah, and they, and he goes as he's leaving. Like, by the way, I suggest you start with the occult club. Yes, they give out fortunes. Oh yeah, that's right. You did say that, and so they they go to the bunkasai. They you know they go around whatever. Eventually, they do make their way to the occult club. Yep. And um, they the fortune teller. Yeah, they actually let me back up because they did like stuff like rock climbing. Like they did like a bunch of they did a bunch of cool things at the festival before they got to the the occult club. But they did get to the occult club. Everybody starts looking at them funny, and the line just happens to be only women, and <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, this is odd," and so. <laughs> And they finally get to the front of the line and they get um they're in front of uh the, the person. We find out that the, the person who's giving the readings is actually one of Uzaki's friends, one of her one of one of her girlfriends. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, like I'm surprised you guys came together. And they're like, Well, what do you mean? They're like, Did you not read the sign? Like this this is uh this isn't just random like uh random fortune telling, like this is a, your love fortune telling. They're like, What? And so they try to escape, and all the members of the of the occult club surround them. They're like, Nope, you're not escaping, you must get your fortune read must yeah and, so and then uh, they do it yep and what are they matt what were they uh... completely compatible with each yep. other yep they're like you're you guys are shippable you're gonna have kids yeah you guys, like, you guys are, are gonna... so perfect they're like well wait aren't you guys not going out they're like yeah we're not going out yeah, well, why exactly. aren't you going out you guys are like so perfect you're just letting this chemistry go to waste and they're like both like bumble strike. they're like uh yeah, but it got to like them thinking about it to themselves. Yeah, at the end, yeah. So basically, they get their for they get their stamp, they leave, and wait. There's and more and, of, we get and to of, that. Course, of course, and of course, fucking, one of the, hey, one of the club members. Who is it, Matt? Fucking Amy. It's Ami Chan. Ami Chan, and basically, we find out that Ami and and Sakaki basically 
plan uh, coordinated this whole thing out for them to get their fortunes, this love fortune read. And they're like, by the way, this isn't a bullshit fortune. They're like, no, this is 100% real. This is a real fortune. It just happened that my fortunes are really good. So, like, it's actually, like, legit. And obviously, you know, as a viewer, you know that they have, like, really good chemistry. Like They do, have, yeah. Not to realize that. That's why, that's why fucking the father and, and Abby tried to ship them. I know. But no, like, as Matt said, <laughs> this opens up a whole new realm for the show. Because for the first time ever, the both of them are now thinking about the fact like, that legit, they have like, legit do, chemistry. Like, do they really like each other? Do they? Yeah. Like- and Uzaki fucking confuses everything. And she basically, like... <laughs> think like senpai is thinking one thing completely completely off and she's basically like pumping herself up blowing herself up like yeah like senpai needs me like senpai can't live without me like she's like really like her shit, yeah. is, like blown the fuck up and so she wants senpai to basically admit it and senpai is like nope he, she does, he doesn't want to because he's still you know uh, um um i was gonna say i'm not a recluse uh what, what's the word uh for um for being withdrawn narcissist Huh? Narcissist? No, not being in love with you. Um uh oh god damn it. Um introvert. Introvert. Yes. Introverted. And so um they have a little bit of confusion, <laughs> but the episode ends basically with them having this little bit of confusion and then they they lost having, the lottery. Like, they that huh? They lost the lottery with the Dreamcast. Oh yeah, well they lost that, but that's yes, yeah, so, that's, so it was so Izaki's pissed. Funny. Like you son of a bitch. Yeah, but that's inconsequential because, like I said, the main story for the rest of the of the episode is. I know, but well, again, but that was why they got stuck in it. So you had to you had to put in who won, and it wasn't. Yeah, there. but they're like, oh well, we have fun together. Yeah, and so like I said, they end up like bonding over crockpot, and then basically as they're eating the crockpot, like you know, they're re- they their hands touch and they get <laughs> like, oh my god, they like pull back and they're both blushing and they're both thinking about like the chemistry. Like this opens up the door for their relationship. And I think it's yeah. going to continue throughout the season as they both like awkwardly try and like go through the fact that their eyes are open to like, oh, like this person yeah, is like legit. Like, you know, there's a chemistry there that we can't continue to fucking deny. Right. But very nice episode. <laughs> it was. I'm interested to see what happened. How this... I feel like it's going to be a little less funny and more a little cringy with their like love stuff. Yeah. I feel like that might be the what happens. I'm drawing a blank on this one, so I'll let you take it. Bochi the Rock. Um, I know they were talking about the future of the band. Oh, so Bochi the Rock episode two, yeah, future of the band. Basically, they need to come up. We get we get the principle of how bands in Japan work, and so basically, um, you are a, you're basically contracted to play X amount of shows a month. And so if you draw like 10 people and they pay to see your show, um, that's a, you get a quota and like your quota is like, I need to play like five times and 10 people need to show up. So as long yeah. as that happens, um, whatever, yeah, whatever it, you're, you can still play. And then whatever proceeds the, uh, the, the, the cafe or the club makes, they split those proceeds with you. So you get a little bit of side money for playing while you practice and stuff, basically versus if you don't meet your quota where you don't play enough, or if you say like, Oh, I commit to 10 people showing up and like two people show up. um, Then the it's costing the cafe money to host you. And then you have to pay the difference of their loss. So they they were basically at the, they're at the consider fighting part-time work. (laughs) 
Yeah, so basically they they basically try to do part-time work in order to pay for some of the things and they're all going to basically be part-time workers at the cafe. Of course, Bochi is fucking scared shitless. The day before her shift, she basically actively <coughs> tries to get a cold. She takes yeah. an ice shower yeah. and Come then she stands yeah, she said she takes an ice shower, then she basically gets out and stands in front of a fucking uh, a blowing while fan, soaking wet, soaking wet, um, and she wakes up the next day completely fine. She's like, "Well, god damn it!" And so yeah. she they go, she goes to her part time job, and um, again, scare shitless. She they they try to figure out exactly like what they're gonna do. She's like, "Oh, well, you could serve drinks, just you know." And they ask for an orange juice, give them an orange juice. If they ask for a cola, give them a cola. If they ask for a, a alcoholic drink, alcohol's back there. You're good, no problem, right? But Bochi, again, she's got social anxiety. She can't look the customers in the eye. She's like basically hiding yeah, under. She's like grabbing the wrong drinks. Grabbing the wrong drinks, like she's a whole fucking mess. Um, but um, what happened that got her out of it? I don't remember. Uh, was it Najika talking to her? Or? Well, Najika was talking to her throughout the the episode, but or, were, I forgot. I forgot there was someone trying to talk her out it's of like she over, it. She overheard something, and it like it's like she overheard something. I forget what it was, and it triggered like in her head, like you know that she needed, <coughs> uh, you know, she needs to snap out of her shell. And yeah, she like, to, to do this for the bad. Yeah, basically, and so by the end of the episode, she ends up being a little bit slightly less extra, uh, introverted. She's able to look a customer in the eye, give them a drink. Um, it's a little awkward, but the customer finds it funny. So um, that's pretty well. And then, you know, it's a nice little, like, you know, goodbye for her and the band. Like, they're like, oh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. And on the way home, she sneezes, and she caught that cold. Finally. It's, it's, Finally. It's, it took a day late, but. It was a day late, but now she's got a fever, and she's sick. I'm glad the humor's still there, though. It is. They're very, a lot of funny parts. A lot of funny parts. The the one girl, the the, the quiet girl that's like, that is uh purposefully like lonely she's my favorite character which one um i forget her name uh blue hair girl huh the blue hair girl or uh the the, the taller one taller just as quiet one um god damn it where's bochi the rock bochi bochi the rock bochi the rock <coughs> real real yeah it is blue hair girl real she dude she looked like a fucking child on on, on dynamite that's she literally looked like a 13-year-old. That's what my spouse said. I was like, really? Her? She looks like a 13-year-old this week. I was like, wow, bro. Pigtails, little tiny dress. The combat boots, that's the Japanese style. You know, I'm, combat so, boots I, I'm sorry. I can't buy hair as like the top female star. I'm sorry. <sighs> I, yeah, you kind of can't. Like, she's definitely like... In Japan, you could. In Japan, I definitely could. Eh, but... Even there. No, I could definitely like, see like, her. like there was like there was better there was better females than hers. I would love to see her and and Saya Kamitani. I think that would be a fantastic. I like, prefer I prefer Saya. Of course, I prefer Saya too. But you know, I mean, I prefer a lot of the girls in Stardom over there: Natsupoi, Tam, Julia. Like get actual talented Japanese females, guys. Fuck Suri, even though she screams like a banshee. Like I want fucking Arisa Nakajima there. I want Nana Takahashi, Yoshihiko. Get those not, women. Not, wait, Yoshiko, the fucking blow up doll? No, no, the actual woman. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Yoshiko. The that, 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 good night, guys. End broadcast. No, 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 no. Yoshiko, the actual female. Okay. I don't the know. One, the one that injured that girl in Sardom? No clue. Okay. If I, maybe yep. I showed you. I've probably seen it. I just don't know her name. But yeah. 
But no, like she got better after all that fiasco. Like, let it go already. Fuck. Yeah. All right. We're going on a side tangent because we started talking about. All right, wrestling. let's go. Let's move on. Wrestling contest. Anyway, good episode of Bochi. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we missed on Bochi. I think that's a. All right. Well, funny episode. Yes. I like Bochi is one of my sleepers for like you know like surprisingly surprisingly funny anime. Yes. All right. Moving on. Spy Family. You like this one. I did, yeah. You know, I know you hate Anya. I know. I know. Uh, but yeah, pick the word left off. Lloyd uh, detains the dog. Uh, the terrorist, he, he leaves the dog there. Driving from the car, Yor sees it. Jumps from the top of the bridge. Mm-hmm. Kicks the car by herself. Car crashes. That guy gets arrested. The Forger family is like all, they all meet up finally. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about uh, Lloyd's long shits, and it's yours fault because we're cooking. Yes. Uh, the handler, the yeah, the leader comes there. They talk about a uh, oh, good job uh, we got from here, and they're asking about the dog, Mister Dog. And then we're gonna take it, just check up on it. And Anya's like, "No, I want this doggy." And they're like, no, it's dangerous. Like, if you say no, I'm going to be bad and I'm going to quit school. They <gasps> like, no, nothing but anything but that. This giant organization under the knees of a six year old. <laughs> Love it. I don't. I know you don't. But no, uh, yeah, the. Yeah, the, yeah. So she she like gets on her at his level, talks to her, and is like, "You're gonna take care of her, right?" That type of thing. And she promises to take, to take care of the other dogs that were abused by this group of terrorists. So if you take care of him, I'll take care of them. Mm-hmm. What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> so I, I really I like I like her. I want. Cool. I, the handler, Sylvia. I love handler. Handler's my favorite character of the entire fucking series. I, I want, I want a backstory on her. I would love a backstory on handler. I would love for fucking for Lloyd to fuck handler. That won't happen, but no. Yeah. But yeah, no. That handler's talking to Lloyd. He's like, yeah, you got a good family here. Like she's like kitted, like keep them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so they go home. Uh, they, Mister Dog. <laughs> They're like, oh, like, this is your home now and all this. And you see the dog like tearing up a little inside. Mm-hmm. He's happy. <laughs> yeah, because it had flashbacks. The dog had flashbacks of what abuse, had, like, flashbacks being tortured, yeah. eating like slop. Yeah. <coughs> so, all of that. Eating what's coming out of your throat right now when you cough. Pretty much. Mm. And then, yeah, so yeah, everyone's happy. He's like, oh, now it's time to put the plan in motion. I'm going to tell Damien I got a dog. And David's like, you got a dog? And he's like, big deal. He's like, ah! <laughs> and she like, falls to her knees, upset. And Damien's like, what type of dog is it? <laughs> What's his name? She doesn't know. He's like, you don't, you can't name your dog? What the fuck is wrong with you? You shouldn't have a dog. <laughs> so the second half of the episode was trying to, basically trying to figure out a name for the dog. And she asked her friend, how do you do that? He's like, Nah, like you can't like save it something you like like you can't name it peanut because it's a big dog <laughs> and then uh, 
He's like, uh, name, uh, name of the dog is Horace. So they go to the dog park. And then uh, Lloyd's like telling Anya, like, 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 be together for it and all that, take care of it. Yeah, he's being a hypocrite because he's like talking about once this is over, I'm gonna get rid of them. <laughs> like, I'll check up on them, like, here and there, but I'm getting rid of them. After I'm just gonna be a typical American minority dad. Yeah, <laughs> he said, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> a typical deadbeat six foot four dad. <laughs> oh, god. Yeah, and then yeah, Anya is looking for her gloves. It's missing. One of the dogs has it. So Bond, this like gate, this just overshadow this dog to make it drop the gloves. And yeah, uh, Anya decides to name Bond because of the TV show Bondoman. Bondoman. So now because of this, his name Bond, and now he's very happy again. Like I, his eyes sparkling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is dope. I love Bond. <laughs> Bondo. Borg. <laughs> yes, Borf. Sorry, Borf. Borf. Yeah, so yeah, they're watching the show, and then Lori's about to go say, hey, time to study, but they're sleeping together. It's, it's a very nice episode. Who's that? I know. I know. For you. I know. All righty. Moving on. Moving on up. The second one I added, because of you, <coughs> love flops. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, good God! Tell us, Matthew. What do you What do you think of love flops? All right, so it's basically three girls, a trap, and a teacher, all from different countries, but speak perfect Japanese. No access from the country, like Bulgaria, China, America, <laughs> uh, wherever the other two are from. I don't fucking know. No, they're they're um no they're, they're all, all they're not they're all, 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 all countries. Yeah, yeah. They said Amelia's, they're all... Amer- Amelia's American, um, Ilya's uh, Bulgarian, Bai yeah. is Chinese, um, oh, uh, Karen's Europe, I think. Yeah, I think Europe. So. and then I was Japanese. Okay, I was I was the only Japanese one. Yeah. No, Karen's German. She's German. Okay, Karen's German. So yeah. Amelia Irving. Jesus Christ. Amelia Irving, you think that, that would be like you they they should have made a, a a dark girl then. You think of Irving, you think of no, like no, Kyrie Irving, Julius Irving. Nah, it's Japan. <laughs> they don't believe in black people except Miko Yeah, yeah Travis Tra- 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 are white only. <laughs> that you know, this show could have benefited from some color. I know, but not Japan. <laughs> All right. I know it's it's stupid. All right. It's fucking stupid. Right. Asahi, Asahi is talking to Aoi. Also, we have our antagonist, the fucking dog. Yes, antagonist <laughs> of the season. This fucking dog. I hope they adopt him. He's gonna <laughs> rape him. <laughs> he sees them having sex. Ooh, wolf! I could join. Wolf. Yes, mostly mostly to Ilya. Oh God! Yeah, so I always telling Asahi that she loved him, and while she's commando, her panties fell off for some some reason. They blew away. They blew away. I guess she didn't tie him good enough. I never understood that. Like, why are like Japanese panties like tied panties? Like, why aren't they like normal like elastic panties? I, I don't fucking know. 
Like it's so yeah, uh, they're on the tree. She's freaking out. So Asahi uses to escape. Uh, basically, and then Ilya talks to him. He like already is scared. Woof. Fuck. Yep. Yeah, cause yeah, cause he said woof to him. He's like, no, yep. not again, not again. Yeah. And uh, this is actually funny. It is funny. Yeah, yeah. The Ilya is like talking to him. He's like talking about I love you. Now he's saying I love you. Like my heart, my heart skipped the beat when you protected me from the dog when you got raped by the dog. And then the fucking the teacher, but Mangfa, she like drags him away and starts giving him hickeys. Yeah, and, he, and you hear him moaning, and like, yeah, like people are looking for him. It's like, oh yeah, these people are like trying to impress me, like this type of thing. By the way, I love you. <laughs> I was like, what the, what the fuck? Am I, I came out te- of nowhere. I died laughing when I saw that, and I was like, like, what the fuck? But but you're my teacher. And I was like, what the shit? And then he runs away. <laughs> and then the fucking. The German girl, Karen, she's like, she's like, wait, hold on. She has a wedding outfit on. Jumps off. He's like, nope, I don't know you. I don't know you. And she's like, I'm going to my wedding. Well, congratulations. <laughs> no, good job. Or, no, know. I mean, you understand. Our wedding. <laughs> like, wait, who are you mean our wedding? Yeah, it's our wedding. Now, come on, let's go. Yeah, like, I love you and all this. And then and he's he, like, that's fun. I die laughing when she's like, oh, like, where, where are we going to go? And like, they show up in front of a chapel and they're like, nah, let's just go straight to the love hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. She's like, are we skipping steps here? <laughs> yeah. And it tells her, like, all right, I got idea. Close your eyes. Oh, like, we have to exchange vows first. And oh, you're like, really into it. Yeah. Close your eyes. And he runs away. And he dipped. And then he, and then this. And then we see Amelia. But Amelia in disguise looking for petition signatures and he's he's bothering him and he's, it's a marriage certificate. Yeah. He's basically. like, I'm not signing this. And she's like, and, and, the, and the cleaning robot again is like pulling her pants down. How the fuck did the cleaning robot get her bra? Like, bro, like that cleaning robot can unsnap was, a bra quicker than a fucking whore. I look at like he was like grabbing her ass, trying to pull the pants down, but all of a sudden, oh my god, your bras instead of your panties. Well, let's go. <laughs> How did you get that? No, come back. That was kind of yeah. stupid, but funny too at the same time. Yeah, and then as soon as he walks, he, he runs home. They're all right there. Okay, Dinasai, Anata. Yeah, and then he like leaves or right away. He's like, nope. This is He's like, fine. nope, close the door. Open it. Uh, I've been the wrong place. Bye. Close away. No, like, where are you going? I'm in the wrong house. No, this is your house, Anata, which means deer in Japanese. Yep. And then they find then we then they find out it's his dad doing an arranged marriage thing. It's like I picked these five people. I understand one's a teacher and one's a guy, but it's cool. Uh, you know who gives a shit about who gives a shit about gender and orientation? And you know what? She got the okay from the school to do this. So why the fuck not? Right. And he's and like, he, you guys gotta go. He's like, you guys gotta go. He's like, but we, we can all stay. Like, what do you mean this house only has three rooms? And <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, in a day, in a day, they fucking added three more rooms. <laughs> in a day, how? I died laughing. Like, huh? He's like, huh? And he like, look, you see the before and after? Yeah. In a fucking day. <laughs> I died laughing when I saw that dude. So how and that yeah they'll do, that now they're like all right, I guess and all five six of them 
they're all five of them are basically trying to impress suffocated him. Yeah, basically they're like, oh, do you want? And I love the typical trope. I love the typical trope. Like, oh, do you want a bath? Do you want food? Do you want me? Yep. (laughs) Of course, it's the lolly American that says the me. Of course, right? Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, like no, stop it. Then the first, then the massage. Like, oh wait, she needs a, she needs an old, he needs an older woman's touch. No, it needs mine. I'm regretting massages. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm gonna go take a bath. Okay, and then Karen tries to join. Get start stripping. And then Amelia is like underwater. already butt naked. Yep. Yeah, and then it's like, like you're naked. It's like I don't mind you looking. Like get out. Like no, not leaving now. And then she gets up and just flashes all of her stuff. <laughs> and she's like, oh my god. And she's like, well, you told me to get out. It's like that's the uh, second vagina he's seen now. Yeah, all that. And then it got to the point he was trying to go to bed. Like, I can relax here. Nope, the fucking Chinese fucking spider lady. Yeah, oh, the like, fucking ceiling. He's like, nope, fuck this, fuck you guys. And he says, "Ouch." They're like, Wait. "Where are you going?" We're like, "If you guys aren't gonna leave, I'm leaving." And he fucking dips. And they're all like sad, and they're like, oh, "But uh, Aoi is not there." She's the calmest one out of the bunch. Yeah, but yeah, she's like waiting for him at like the shrine. Yeah, he goes to a shrine nearby. And she finds him close by, and she, he's like, "I'm surprised you found me." He's like, oh, "I didn't know there was a place like this around here." And they have a conversation, and basically, it's an interesting caveat to that conversation. Was yeah, you know, like we were wondering, like, what you were gonna be like. They're like, "Huh? I thought you guys didn't know." They're like, "Oh, well, we knew your name, or we knew like there was somebody that we we're gonna we we're supposed to marry, but we didn't know who you were or what you were like." But you know, yeah, you like should. they're all like glad. Yeah, and then. Um, he's like, all right, well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll come back to the house, and I don't mind you guys living, but just don't do any more of what you guys. Like, 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 like calm down a little, basically. Yeah, and she's like, okay, we'll do that. And then he smiles, and he's like, okay, well, it's all good. And the moment that he smiles, Aoi specifically gets a flashback in her face from or in her head from when, um, when what's his face, um, uh, Asahi, when he was in middle school. So and yeah, he's so basically we have the childhood friend. We have a childhood friend that well, she's not winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, oh, so, we ain't winning. So it's one of the other four. You don't think Aoi's winning? He's never the childhood friend. No, I think Aoi is gonna win, bro, because she's the most like calm of the bunch. Dude, the teacher's not gonna I, win. I, I think it's gonna be all of them. It could be the all trap of them. isn't you think well, no, he said you can marry one of them or none of them. He didn't say all of them. I feel like he's gonna make it. If not, then yeah, if it, it, it's probably gonna be Aoi. It's gonna be either Aoi or um or Karen. Karen. Yeah. It's not gonna be Amelia. It's not gonna be Trap Coon. It's not gonna be Bai. If it's Bai, I'm gonna clap. Or if it's Ilias. Oh, I know. You you're begging for Trap Coon to win. I, I know. I just wanna see it just to piss everyone off. Yeah, I, I wanna just see the scene with Trap Coon where like they spend the night in the same bed and uh I, I saw he feel something on his leg. No, he won't mind. Bro, imagine if fucking if Trapcoon had like a huge horse cock. I mean, <laughs> no, no, Co, Co won't mind. Co will say yes. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know the bubbles weren't that for the other girl in uh in Call of the Night. The bubbles weren't that weren't that long. So yeah, tiny chimpo. Yeah, so she basically he just takes it. You know, one of the saddest things, like there's a, a model on Pornhub that I follow, uh, Naomi Hub, and she's hot. She's got fake tits, which is very rare on a Japanese woman to see fake boobs on a Japanese woman. 
Um, so she's got fake tits, but she's really pretty. And her boyfriend or husband or whatever, dude, he's got such a small cock. And it's like, it's so depressing watching their porn. You know, I'm just like, dude, like I have a bigger cock than, than this dude does. It's so fucking sad. I just, I, I stopped following them. I was like, I just can't, I can't, I can't get off to this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. <I> silence. <laughs> it's like, I have this random story. Yeah, but I the series is actually fine. It's uh, funny. Generic, it's funny generic harem rom com tropes aside, they do it well. It's fucking funny. That's why it works. Because <laughs> it's funny. I'm it's not corny, dog, it's funny. I'm telling you, that dog did be the best villain. Huh? I'm telling you, that dog did be the best villain. Fuck the villain in Chainsaw Man, it's gonna be that fucking dog. We don't even have a villain in Chainsaw Man yet. Soon, give it time. Mm. Or bleach. Nah, that's true. Well, it's not going to win because it's going to be an extended one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm. Uh, All right, let's move on to the other one you added, Matt. Yeah, fuck you too. (laughs) More than a married couple, but not lovers. This episode was fantastic. Very good episode. I'm not a fan. I wasn't a fan of Akari at first. No? I I didn't like her personality. She's like like a stuck-up bitch. Yeah, but she had her redeeming qualities. Yeah. Yeah, this episode, yeah, I think we saw... But it was just more spoiled, like she rather go to karaoke with Tenjin, or yeah, like it, she just came off as very selfish, despite this fucking guy Jiro winning her over slowly, yeah, accidentally. Yeah. It's so cute though; their dynamic is really fucking cute. I I really like Shiori. I hope that I hope it's Shiori. It's not gonna be. Unfortunately. I know it's not, but it would be nice. But uh, yeah, in this, uh, how does it start again for episode two? Uh, the thunderstorm. Right. So no, I'm sorry, the horror movie, the horror movie. So basically, right. the episode starts off. They're watching. Well, for, a well, movie. well, for, well first he has a dream with uh, Shiori as his girlfriend. There was a dream. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I think it's gonna be a recurring thing because that's the second time. Yeah, yeah. But he wakes up. It's Akari, and she's like, "I spend time with me, like spend night with me, type of thing." And yeah. you find out why is for watching the horror movie because you find out you get a lot of points. Yeah, watching a horror movie. Yeah, because basically the girl gets scared and you got to comfort them. Yep. So Jiro does a shitty job. At this. So basically, as they're doing, she turns off the movie. They're like, oh, no. <coughs> they're like, that's not no. And then the power goes out in a thunderstorm, and, and so she's very and now she's now she's terrified. Yes. And then on top of that, she bought matching uh, pajamas, matching love pajamas. Yeah, that has like a heart for like the arms or stuff like that. Yeah, it was like it was it was corny, but it was cute. So they are getting changed, and the power goes out. And uh, what's his face? Um, Jiro. Jiro fucking turns around and sees her already half like dressed, and she's like, and, I, you know, at first it wasn't the principle of her being half dressed; it was the fact that she was crying because of the fact she's scared of the dark and she's scared to be alone during thunderstorms. Yeah. And so you see this beautiful close up, absolutely gorgeous close up of her eyes, like just beaming, but with tears. And of course, Jiro gets hit. <laughs> um, but basically they try to like you know they, they talk a little bit and then they put the light on they put an aroma candle on yeah. and then they oh what's her face Akari is like tell me a story and so Jiro begins to tell her a horror story yeah and like, she tell. freaks out she freaks out and he's like oh I'm sorry and then a, a, like pretty quick afterwards she passes out on him and he's able to say like how she's cute yeah but, but like, oh shit I said that loud and he looks over she's asleep yeah. but she heard it. She did hear it. And she's like, what was that? It I love it, that. 
I absolutely love that when Jiro does like amazingly cute shit, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, but it means nothing anyway." Um, but he doesn't realize that Akari is like recognizing it, and that's what's making her fall for him. And it's like getting him conflicted mm-hmm. a little bit. And we find out like a week later they're in Class B already. Yeah, they're in Rank B, not Class B. Rank yeah, sorry, Rank B. And then you find, and they're curious about Minami and Shiori, and they're still they're at F. E or E. Sorry, that even yeah, worse than F. Yeah, they're E, and so they're shocked. Yeah. Because they figured they want to get A to, you know, switch, switch also. Yeah, no. Because nope. they, they can't, because they have to switch other A's. Yep, correct. So, so basically, it's like, oh, shit, so we kind of did all this for nothing for right now. Yeah, but then, you know, they still want to be, you know, they still want to get into it. Yeah, because yeah, you never know. And yeah, yeah slowly we find out why. But Yeah, the second half of the episode, we see uh, Jiro gets a cold. Yep. And he has to stay home from school. <laughs> and uh, Shiori ends up going out with her girlfriends to like eat parfait Akari. or whatever. Akari, Akari, sorry. Akari. And so Akari asks Shiori to go Between. take care of Jiro in her steed. And so Akari shows up. I'm sorry, Jiro. I'm sorry. Uh, Shiori shows up and she begins to try, start taking care of um, Jiro. Jiro. And um, really cute. They cook, you know, like he eats, you know, etc. Yeah, and yeah, he's like, he's like down in the pores, like, oh wait, I could have had you feed me. He's like, no, he's like crying. His fantasy is ruined. Yeah, he's like, and then, and then we finally get like a really, we get a really dope, a like, cute moment. And I recorded this and I put this on my Instagram. And you didn't see it because I, but it should have translated to Facebook, so you should have seen the video. I recorded this. I recorded this whole like two minute piece. Basically, Jiro asks Shiori, like, "Hey, how are you?" And uh, like, "Are you guys okay?" You and he's like, "If there's anything you need, I, I, I no, you're, you're, I'm trying to build it up, goddamn it!" And you, fine, 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 go, fine. So he, basically, she, he starts talking about Akari, <laughs> how well they're doing. And such, and then he's like, "Oh, by the way, how are you and um and tension doing?" And she's like, "Well, we're not doing well, as you could probably imagine. Um, I'm just not good around." And Shiori basically admits, "Like, I'm just not good around guys that I don't know. Um, that's why, I, you know, I I like talking to you because we've known each other for so long, and you know, I'm comfortable with you." And so, uh, Jiro's like, "Hey, if there's anything you need at all, let me know." Like, and she called he I, he started like calling her by her last name, Shinagawa. I believe it's Shinagawa, right? Or she, some shit like that. Uh, what is this? Um, let me go back to it. Sakurazaka. Yeah. So she he's been calling her Sakurazaka basically to distance himself from her. Um, but in this moment, he called her Shiori, and he's like, "Hey, if you need anything, let me know. Um, you know, I want you to, to succeed. I want you to do well. You know, whatever the case may be." And um, eventually, he he gets embarrassed. He turns away. And she he passes out eventually, like you know he's from embarrassment. He's just tired because he's sick, so he passes out. And so um, Shiori comes back to the room. It's now nighttime. She's cleaned all the well, dishes in the house, and she basically like looks over at Jiro and says, "Jiro, are you asleep?" And Jiro's asleep. And she goes, "He goes, hey, you know, I really appreciated that you called me by my first name. Finally, um, it made me feel really good." And it wouldn't be she's like it would be okay right if i did this and like she basically gets up out of her chair leans over his bed and is about to kiss him and then she stops herself and she's like no she's like this isn't right and she stops herself from there meanwhile so, while this so, is happening, so, so so it's like a motivation for herself to get the class to get to rank a yeah mean and 
a couple of pieces as they're having this conversation earlier we see a flashback from jiro's perspective first of um before she uh, she already moved and basically jiro wanted to um to confess but he chickened that, out. Yeah. he chickened out and so um meanwhile in the second part when shiori is having this conversation with jiro Hikari. about I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry with with no no i'm talking about jiro yeah. Jiro and Jiori. So with when Shiori is having this conversation with Jiro, um, we see the the flashback from Akari's standpoint, sorry, from uh from Shiori's standpoint. And from Shiori's standpoint, she was about to confess to him, and then he fucking because he pussied out, he left before she could confess to him. <coughs> and yeah. basically they are both on the precipice of confessing to each other of their love. But they didn't make the move, and now they're in this conundrum. Meanwhile, while this entire scenario is happening, Akari's at the cafe with her friends, and they're talking about Minami and joking around. But Akari is thinking about Jiro, and yeah, she's thinking and, about all the moments. And, with Jiro. And, her, and her friends were like, "Oh yeah, did you hear that they're fucking up?" Yeah, all this? like I bet, she, I bet she's like trying to sleep with him or something like that, like something. They're, they're like the typical gossip. Yeah, typical girl gossip. And then but meanwhile, she already, I'm sorry, Kari, like, like I said, is, is like we said, is thinking about is thinking about Jiro. And she's like, no, 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 no. And the, the girls are like, oh, man, you must really think about Minami. And she plays it off, but she's really thinking about Jiro. Yep. Which was really fucking adorable. Yeah. And then she finally came home. Yep. And has the shower and... She's butt naked. And uh, that's what she's thinking. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, and then, yeah, she's just thinking about she's relaying the conversations. Yeah, she's relaying the conversation, and she basically said, um, so we get um, Jiro comes up, like, hey, I wanted to talk to you. And he's like, yo, I'm, she's like, I'm taking a shower. She's like, you know, it'll be quick. Um, I just want to let you know, like, oh, thanks for, you know, sending Shiori over to um, over to me. And like, hey, you know, like, I'm, I want to make this work so we can be with Shiori. Um, so I could be with Shiori. And... <laughs> We're gonna make this work, and I'm appreciative of everything that you've done. And we're gonna we're gonna make this work. So thanks. I'm gonna go to bed because I'm tired. Have a good night. And he leaves. And the episode ends with Akari in the shower. Like, like so saying, why do I feel jealous? It's like, why do I feel jealous? And, and I was like, wow, that was that was really fucking cute. This was nice. <laughs> Really fucking nice. Episode one was cringe, a little cringe, a little cringe. Not as but not this, as but, this, but this was good. This was <laughs> episode this was two good. was fabulous. So fabulous. I felt like I felt real emotion, like real romance with this fucking with this episode. I can't wait for more. All right. Now one that you added. Yeah. And we're all caught up, guys. So we're gonna be what is this? It's a two episode one, right? What? It's a two episode one, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. For Maid War. Oh man, the one that I added, I keep a Maid War. Um, episode two was fucking wild. Episode two, they um end up basically going to a loan shark to get money for their fucking for their uh, sweets money. Um, and the loan shark basic she tried they the loan shark tells her like okay well here's your money and they're like hey this is a place where you can gamble the money and you can really like make it big if you win. So she gambles the money, loses all the money. Yeah, because what you call it fucking. Tensho is terrible. Tensho is absolutely awful, but it's hilarious because she's so awful. And yeah. so be- in order to get the money in the first place, she basically gave the deed to the fucking cafe away. So when she gets back from gambling all the, the, the loan money away, she's like, hey, we're closing up shop. I gave the get deed. Get out. Away. Everyone out. Everyone out. 
like what the fuck we can't let it end like this and she's like you know what you're right and so they take the money out the drawer the cash money that they made for the day out of the drawer <coughs> and they fucking go back to the back to the the thing to gamble it away and they end up uh, what's it called what's her face uh the main character um right ranko no uh Wahira. nagomi yeah Nagomi ends up like going on a little win streak on the slots. And so Tensho that takes over and Tensho sucks, ruins it, completely ruins it. And they're all in debt. And basically their final hope is a game of poker. poker. There's a game of poker. Slowly but surely the girls get eliminated. And when you get eliminated from the poker game, you end up going in like this like metal cage. And basically if you're in this cage, if you don't win your freedom from, or someone else doesn't win your freedom, you basically get sent as a, like, as like a, a, a indentured slave kind of sort or indentured servant out yep. to the black sea and you die in the black sea. Yep. And of all the people you, you, you met, she wins. Yep. The, she wins as she reads their poker face. She knows how to play. Yeah. So basically she asked Ranko. So basically it's just her and Ranko left. Everyone else has been eliminated. And yeah. her and Ranko and Ranko's like, hey, or I'm sorry, um, what's her face? Um, yeah, it was Ranko. No, uh, uh, what's uh, you met? asked Ranko like, hey, if I told you I can win this, would you trust me? She and Ranko's like, yep, wholeheartedly. And so she gives her all her chips and backs herself out. So she willingly volunteers herself to go into the um, into the cage. Yeah. And so Yumechi goes, she plays, and meanwhile, Yumechi doesn't realize that the game is rigged. That yep you know they're gonna buy her basically and use her as like whatever sex slave or whatever the fuck and all the other girls are gonna fucking go to the black sea um and so the game is rigged um as we get to the final <laughs> hand it's her and one other person and the person is guaranteed to win and yumechi realized it all along yep. and calls them out on their bullshit and goes all in with the and money goes all in with the money regardless of the result plays her hand and she loses and so as she's going to go inside of the cage, um, Ranko pulls out a fucking gun and shoots the fucking woman, the dealer, in the head. Yep, like, bam. And the first thing I thought of, Matt, was like, yo, like, why didn't anybody, like, pat this bitch down? Like, does nobody pat down anybody? Yeah, especially in a casino. In a casino? Okay. Regardless, hilarious. Bitch is dead. And we get a fucking gunfight. Humongous gunfight between yep. Between everybody, and then finally it's Ranko and like the card dealer. Um, and throws a grenade, and the card dealer throws a fucking grenade, and Ranko catches it one handed, blind, throws it back at the woman, (laughs) and the entire casino blows up. That's amazing, that's amazing, (laughs) great. And that's basically how episode two ends. Episode three is now a fucking fighted, (laughs) yes, they try to do the same thing. They and the uh, they end up they see Ranko <laughs> there and they're like you know I have an idea well first we're skipping a fact we're skipping the opening scene where there's like an anime figure that uh, anime figure collector or memorabilia yeah people basically or whatever the fuck. yeah he's like talking down to the May Cafe people that are like, giving out flyers yeah basically they're talking about oh these figurines are worth more than anything yeah yeah and, it's like the fake ones just <laughs> yep and then Ronco basically is about to fight this guy but then a uh, foreign lady we find out later she's russian a russian escort who's supposed to be her escort but she's trying to get the figurine from the guy but basically like, hey i'm here to be your escort <clears throat> and she chastises um ranko before leaving and that was a little yeah, talk, talk about how she's not a maid at all yeah like anybody that acknowledges you is like awful or stupid and like she's not a maid da 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 and so 
<clears throat> they're about to fight, but they don't. Um, Ronco and uh, and Nagomi go back to the uh, the cafe where they see the the, the Sencho is being held at gunpoint again, um, again because of the sweets money. And Ron, she, the 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 guy, the carrier who's trying to get the money, looks at Ronco and is like, "I have the perfect job for you." Come on. <laughs> and so she goes with Ronco goes with the guy and Tensho uh, into the office. We see Tensho return with one eye. <clears throat> Something happened to her eye. Yep. And they're like, oh, we entered Ronco uh, into this like cafe. So we're going to go to this cafe. They go to the cafe and it's an underground MMA fight club. Fight club. <clears throat> yep. And then and so the deal that they had proposed was that they drop a uh, fight. They have a fight and they throw the fight. Ronco was supposed to lose in the first in the third round via knockout. And so Ronco throws a single punch, not so hard, and so knocks the woman out. And so now Tensho is in front of the 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 the, the lady, the lady, and she's butt fucking naked. <clears throat> yep, and like she's about to get shot. As they hold on, hold on. Yep. I swear we can do is we can go all the way to finals and then take the dive. Yep. And then we see this other person. We find out her name is Zoya. Yep. Like, oh yeah, she's a marine and all this. Um, or it's the May Cafe D- Cafe too. So even if Ranko decides to not throw the fight, like, yeah, they'll take background, so she ain't gonna. It has no chance at hell. Yeah, she's gonna die basically. Meanwhile, yeah. So, um, sorry, go ahead. Is and then again, Zoya tells Ranko, like, "Oh, you're a maid too." It's like, "Give fuck you!" Like, you know, you're not. Yep. And then so they mocking her. Yeah. So they leave. They prepare for it, and then we see the 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 dealer come over, and um, what's it called? The dealer comes over and uh presents the figure and this happens while the uh while ronco is in the in the ring at first and knocks out the yeah. the first round and so as he's leaving the the i guess the the organizer of the fight club shoots the dealer in the head yep so that guy's the out. they have a conversation during this entire conversation that matt mentioned with ronco and tencho and the and the the, the coordinator basically tells Ronco like hey do me a favor take care of this body and bring it to the uh bring it to the car that's out back okay so she does that she opens the trunk and she sees the figure the real figure in question yeah meanwhile while this is happening Tensho goes with um who's the uh who's the other girl um Shepon Shepon yeah. and they go and they sell their organs they bet their yeah, organs pancreas the please yeah. spleen lung they bet their organs on the fight and so, um, as they had mentioned, they the basically fight, go, the fight the progresses. Fight they go to the yep. And we get a little. Uh, no, sorry, I'm I'm skipping ahead. So the fight progresses, and then um, basically they get to the final round. And uh, what's her face? Ronco wanted to speak to the uh, to the coordinator, but the coordinator is like, ah, tell her to fuck off, basically, right? Yeah. And so like, all right. So <laughs> left the door. She left a note in front of the door, um, saying like, hey. Um, I have the figurine. Um, I found this figurine when I was taking care of the body that you asked me to dispose of. She wrote that on the fucking on the thing, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but we get the final fight between um, who is it? Ronco and I always forget their name. Zoya. Zoya. All right, so Zoya and Ronco. So they fight, and basically uh, Tensho told uh, Ronco like, "Yo, don't fight back. Just take the ass whooping. Just endure, endure, endure." And then the twelfth round, to, yeah, twelfth round. That's when you fall. So episode, so round one, clean fight. She doesn't do shit. Round two, she gets a uh, Zoya gets a signal from the handler like, "Yo, kill her." 
So she basically started doing all these illegal techniques, 12 to 6 elbows, eye gouging. And as Ronco is about to fight back, the round ends. And Tenjo's like, what are you doing? Don't fight back. Just take the ass whooping. And so for the next fucking 10 rounds, or sorry, 9 rounds. She's like she defending herself. <clears throat> yep, she's just defending herself. And then in round 11, she finally lands a punch. And yeah, because um, Zoya is like mocking her credibility as a maid again. Yeah, even knocked the headband piece that Nagomi no, gave bro- her. Yeah, it broke. It broke as she was yep. there fighting. It broke off. And so in the twelfth round, Nagomi is like, "Go for the win! Go for the win!" And she begins to start fighting back. And as she's fighting back, we get a little bit of backstory on Zoya. We find out that as a child, she was never allowed to have pretty things, so they threw away her doll. And then they brought her up as a child soldier, eventually becoming a regular soldier. And she became this crazy good assassin. Yeah, so she and never knew how to be feminine or anything never knew how like to be that. feminine. She never learned how to smile as a kid. And so she sees, uh, what's her face? She sees um, Ranko. Uh, Ranko smiling and she loses her shit. And they start having like an like, awesome back and forth fight. Um, and then eventually Ranko wins. And as Ranko wins, they're like, yo, don't let them fucking escape. And then we see basically the henchmen of the uh, of the anime figure. Come in. They're like, hey, we saw this note that your that the fighter left on your door saying, "Hey, they have the real figure, and that um, they took care of the body that you asked them to." Yes, so, they start- so they killed it. So they killed the fucking coordinator in a gunfight, and now they don't have to freaking they don't have to uh, what's it called? Pay. They don't have to pay, but they still had the issue with the that they bet their pancreas on the fight, and they lost pancreas long a spleen and so they mm-hmm. sold the figure so they didn't have to basically give their organs so long story short ronco uh didn't uh ronco won and they, zoya joined i was gonna get to that damn it exactly. again so basically yeah they didn't have they sold the figure didn't have to sell the, the things and they're like hey we have a new uh another new maid and it's zoya and they're like yes yeah, so the hander is dead we she was free no no strings attached so i like we, free we've gone international baby and then we see like and it's interesting that her and 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 um and uh, uh fuck I always keep forgetting her fucking name Ronco her yeah. Zoya and Ronco have like this like back and forth to each other um where they're like she talks in Russian and Ronco talks in Japanese but they both like have this look like you know nice to meet you nice to meet you I love you like you know things like like just like this connection they're like I understand what you're thinking of so that was pretty funny but all in all like this is awesome lots of fucking violence mm-hmm. unexpected violence. Pretty girls. I'm, I'm looking for. I'm looking for to Ronko's backstory. Well, we see Ronko's backstory. She was the maid that fucking was with the was with that other way when she got shot. Right, but like, there's like more. Like, I'm talking about more. <laughs> well, yeah, she's obviously for her to be the way she is now compared to when being a, a scary little girl at like yeah. 1985 or whatever the fuck the, yeah. the place. So, yeah, dude. But no, this is a this is another sneaker, another sneak. Sneaky fucking really good series, dude. Yep, love it. Uh Co-Main. Co-Main. Chainsaw Man. <laughs> I love Makiba. She's stringing him along though. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> oh come on, why are you booby up right? I know she's fine as fuck. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're in the car, and uh, what's it called? There, it basically, it's, it's all happened after the first episode. Yeah, so we pick up on episode two, and basically, we see uh, Denji and Makima in the car, and Denji is starving, and he's also well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, but he's starving basically, and um, 
Nakima is basically like, hey, like you're going to be my pet now, and you know you're going to be my dog. And if- I, 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 I only accept yes or woof. <laughs> yes, and once you outlive your usefulness, you're going to die. Yep. And simple. And he's like, okay, well, and then through this entire conversation, like his stomach is just growling and like just gurgling because he's hungry. And yeah. so they're like, oh, well, what do you want to eat? They're like, oh, we're going to just, let's go to the, this rest stop. Okay. And so they go to the rest stop. Udon and they get Udon and uh, Denji begins to pass out because of the fact that he, when he, he transforms, he lost a lot of blood. He loses blood himself because the chainsaws are cutting him up as well. And yeah, so he's his, his head, his, fa- his hands. He's faint. Yeah, exactly. So he's faint, very faint. And he orders the udon and then passes out again. He ends up waking up on uh, Makima's oh, wow. lap. And nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the food is here. He's like, are you sure you can eat by yourself? He's like, e- no. <laughs> no, I can't. I so Makima's like feeding him. He's saying woof. <laughs> yeah. All this and then. Not, not even having rest yet. They go back to the building. Yeah, he's like. By the way, you're you're shadowing someone today. Yeah. Oh, and you, uh, you forgot that she's like, oh, like, hey, put on this coat because like, if you walk around shirtless, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, Denji throughout this thing, like, yo, I got fed, I got clothed, I I got a woman. Like, I'm, like, I'm living the life. I'm living the life. I already lived my dream after I came back from the dead. Like, all right, cool, that works. Yeah. And so, but, uh, yeah. yeah. No, again, still no rest and no nothing yet. Yeah. You're you're gonna shadow my one of my employees. Yeah, Hayakawa. Hayakawa. And but he's like, but I wanna, I wanna be with you. No. And then Makima's like, if you do well enough, we could team up together sometime. So okay. Good. Woof. Good. Woof. Yes. So basically, they go in the alleyway, and Hayakawa beats the shit out of him already. They're like, oh, you're in it for the wrong reasons. Like you just want to get with her, right? And he's like, bing bong, <laughs> which is hilarious yeah. when he's a yeah, bing like you're not gonna fit in. You're not gonna last long. I've had friends that came in for the money and they all died. Like you're flicks, not cut off for this. Flicks a cigarette at him, spits on him, spits it out. Yeah. And Ethan, how does Denji fight back? He's like, if I'm gonna fight, I go for the nuts, and he punts him in the fucking dick <coughs> multiple times. He's literally like he can't breathe. He's like throwing up. That's how hard he fucking got punted in the dick several times. Yep, and I got to the point, and he's like, fuck you, I can do this, I want to be here. Yep. He's As- like, I got fed, I got clothed, I got, uh, what's it called? You know, I'm with a hot girl, like, I'm living my life. We we, we also forgot one part, and when uh, Denji asked, what's your type, to Makiba. Oh, yeah, and then she's like, like, I like type. Yep, uh, yeah. But yeah, he was thinking about that the whole time. And as Hayakawa is trying to fight back again, he gets knee the nuts again. He's like, you really do only hit the nuts. And yep. he's passed out. He like brings Denji brings him back on his shoulders. Yep. We found a nut hidden demon. <laughs> he's, he's out cold. They're like, no, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, like, can you work together? No, we can't work together. I'm glad you guys are getting along. And then they're yeah, like, so basically, it's a group of misfits that Makima wanted paired up. Basically, it's an experimental group, and that they're trying to be—they're trying to be—they're going to be disbanded and killed if they don't gel. Meet the and, quota. Yeah, and they don't meet their quota. And so we get the introduction. They're like, "All right, now that you've shadowed Aki, you're going to get a partner." Because we well, always before that though, room. Denji's live at the house. He finally eats. Oh his yeah. To- he finally gets his toast with the butter, the jams, multiple jams, multiple peanut butter jams. jam, hair, apricot. Hair. Yep. And he, he loves it. it. And he makes a mess. 
He's annoying when he sings in the tub. Like he's and the he's, he's like the it. he's the worst roommate you can possibly have. And Aki is losing his shit. He's like he getting impatient. And yeah, now then he's talking about he has his ten out of ten light, but he has one more goal. He has to touch Makima's tits. <laughs> he wants the whole titties because basically yeah. what happens is, um, the next day uh, again they're li- so basically <clears throat> Makima tells Aki that Denji's going to live with him proceeds to get this story and then they go out and they they go and find the devil they give um they give denji an axe so he has a weapon of some kind and so um they arrive and they see this devil in a room and uh aki is like hey all right go ahead and turn into chainsaw man so i can see what you got and so denji is like nah i'm good and he slices the demon's head completely off with the axe with the axe and he's like what the fuck good are you da 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 da. like you play around too much like da 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 and he's like um and that's when Denji tells him, like, hey, dude, like, I fucking I got fed. I got clothed, you know, and, and you know, like, I'm living my life. And uh, Aki's like, I bet you would be friends with a demon if you could. And Denji's flat out was like, I have no friends. So if I could be friends with one, I probably would be. Yeah. And that, that was heartbreaking, bro. He's like, yeah. I have no friends, so I would be. I was like, damn, that, that hit me in the feels. I was like, fuck, bro. Um, and so uh aki leaves in disgust and leaves denji alone with the, like, good, the poor the poor secure and he's like i really didn't turn into chainsaw man because i didn't want to ruin the porn. <laughs> he's like porn secured and he grabs the porn and he starts looking at the porn magazines he's like you know i have one more goal i want to touch tits especially makimas especially makimas so and he so, says so he says boobs out loud and she's like boobs boobs it's like god damn it. but yeah now we find out yeah denji's gonna have another partner yeah and it's a fiend Yes, the, the the but he just killed. Yep, and her name is Power, and she's a psycho. I love Power, but she's hot. She's oh, fucking, yeah. hot. fucking hot, fucking psycho. Love it. Yep, she's bloodthirsty, and so yeah. her and Denji go on patrols. They're like, hey, she's got horns and she's a fiend, so let's not go out in public. So basically, you gotta like go to buildings, but if you do yeah, go up buildings, caught, go to alleyways. Yeah, and so she's like, I want to drink blood. I want something to kill. Give me, feed me blood. And Denji's like, this bitch is crazy. This bitch is crazy. And then they're like, oh, they're, they're, and they find they're they're finding enough, it, and you find out it was Hayakawa that assigned them. Yep. Just to figure, like, oh, just just to get me in trouble, just to get me kicked out. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you see power rushing, like it smells like the blood. Yep. And it's this sea cucumber demon. Yep. And then he jumps off the building. And we Giant. find out what powers we find out what but powers power is. Yeah, but what yeah, is that? Giant ass hammer that comes from her blood. Yep, and blood just, axe, blood hammer. Yeah, yeah, and just comes down. Smash! You, know, you know what that reminded me of when I saw that? I was like, oh shit, this is fucking Wonder Egg priority. Oh, yeah. Literally, I said that. I was like, this is Wonder Egg priority when she did that. Yeah, with the. With Aoi with the Keyblade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude. Yeah, but so yeah, basically she's squishing the monster. One and it's like hit. laughing it off. And she's maniacally laughing. And in the interim, freaking, uh, what's it called? She's maniacally laughing. In the interim, there's like fucking like sea cucumber monster parts everywhere. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. And yeah, we get our second ED, another banger. Uh, fucking awesome. Uh, great episode. <laughs> Awesome episode. All right, main event time. You know we could main event Chainsaw Man every single week, but you know we don't do that here, guys. We have to give you a little but, bit. Of a but play. we, but for this week, we have to give it to them. 
My Hero Academia. Yes. Episode Jeez. three. We see the battle between Twice and uh, Hawk. and Hawks. And it got to, yeah, like Ed, he's twice as heartbroken, betrayed by yep. Hawks. He feels like and, an idiot because this is the second time that he's like, yeah, he's like it was his doing. He's the one that brought him in. Yep. Again, while everyone is fighting, like outside, fucking uh, the fat guy and Edgy Crow. What's his name? Yep. And they're all again, but again, that's not important. Is what is important is Hawks and Twice. Yeah, and you just just the connection twice had with everyone. He considered Hawks a friend, and he's like he and they like he really does want to fight him. And Hawks gives him a chance to like, I could save you, you know. Yep. Like just come with me right now. Yep. But no, like he made friends with everyone. He made friends with Toga. He made friends with Shigaraki. Mm-hmm. All the villains, mm-hmm. and and he wants to take responsibility, mm-hmm. and so like tears in his eyes, he wants to fight. And Hawks with his feathers starts slicing him. Mm-hmm. It's, cu- it's cutting up every duplicate. Mm-hmm. As like, soon as it's made, they're like, "Yeah, you can make a, you can make a thousand duplicates, but they're all they all are weak as shit." Yeah, and that it's just he's just cutting at all of them. And we get a flashback of twice. Yep. And it's just so incredibly sad. Yep. As it gets to the point where he's using up all his power like he's going to be nothing. Yep. And eventually Dobby comes in, shoots his fire, tries to save him. Basically. Yeah. And then he and he's telling, yeah, while he's doing it, he tells twice to basically get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, like it wasn't your fault. Like live, go live. Yeah, like like go me of everyone. Like yep. go. And as that's going on, he runs to the exit. Hawks is right there. He has managed to escape the fire barely. Yeah, he, he, he burned he, some he, of his he, feathers, but he managed to escape. Yep, and sliced him again. <clears throat> yep. And and this is when Twice was trying to fight back despite dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Event, but eventually, uh, twice, uh, he like he 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 matches Gabe. He's Toga. He sees the other guy. He's trying to warn them. He's trying to help them out. Yep. And they're telling twice, like, "Hey, come on, let's go." And you find out this is it for me. Yep. And he, he's like starts crying to Toga. He's just like, "I I never." Got your handkerchief back. He has the handkerchief. Like, hate that someone ruined your pretty face again and all this. Mm-hmm. And he just collapses on her. And Toga just hugs him, like, upset, like, saying, Thank you for saving me. And, and he tw- turns twice this, this melts, basically. Well, because that's the, the strongest duplicate that he can make of himself because the real twice is fucking bleeding up and And then he, the, he, the rafter. But yeah, he's officially dead. They killed a villain. <laughs> yeah, they did. And Hawks brutally murdered him. Yeah, and brutally murdered him. And, and he called him out on this. Like, are you really a hero? That type of thing. Like, is this what really heroes do? Yeah. And is this made this made Hawks like conflict? Is like I have to do this like to stop heroes and villains. If I have to kill, so be it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And. 
God damn. That was raw. Very raw. It was so I still think that um uh Night Eyes uh uh what's it called death was still like the most powerful death so far in the series. And there's gonna be more powerful. There's because you read ahead, you know the manga already. So yeah. but this one was this was this was they did this right. Yeah. I didn't expect it to handle it well, so I'm very happy with it. Whew. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I just <coughs> I wasn't as invested in this death as I was with Night Eye. With Night Eye, yeah. It was still good. Like the, not well, not you know, good, but you know what I mean. It was still a good representation of the death. It was it was more of in the half of season four, we got more development of Night Eye. Yeah. I twice, mean but- twice not as much until the last couple like a few episodes. Yeah. That's that's really it for that. Cause he, he was basically Deadpool in the dub version. He's basically Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> so but they're they're both they were both impactful in the in different ways. Yeah. Like you, you see how it actually affects villains. <laughs> yeah. Like they don't think, oh he's dead, big deal. But no, like the villains friends mm. like like they don't want to die type of thing like they want to live their life even though they're evil mm-hmm. so that's what we got out of that again the this arc is still going strong I, I it has to keep going this way mm-hmm. otherwise I don't want to I'm gonna poof But yeah, great episode. Closing thoughts. Strong week. Strong week. Strong episodes. I'm looking forward to to continuing to watch these series. Um, man, fall is surprisingly happy. We expected this to be light. No, fall is fall is coming with the bangers. We already knew blue. <laughs> and we knew my hero was going to be strong. And we, next week we got two year eternity. And we got the beginning of two year eternity. Your favorite, one of your favorites. I like it, but you know, not near. It was it, it was in my top ten last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not as much as yeah. So, but yeah, looking forward to to continuing the season. This is gonna. This is by easily the strongest season of the of the year. Um, there's 100%. gonna. Be, yeah, I would say there's a good chance that at least half. I don't know. Maybe at minimum, at minimum, a quarter of our uh, of our top fifteen are probably going to come from the fall. We're going to see. Easy. We will see. Yeah. But anyway, guys, we talked our cake. We had our cake. We're full of cake. Like we're, we're, we're very full of cake. Diabetic comas all around every week. <laughs> <laughs> but. Before before we do our plugs again, fifty episodes. Yes, some in various parts. Where's Thank Where's uh, Starman with his fucking little thing? Yeah, yeah. It was fucking five hundred dollars. I think it was yeah. five hundred dollars. We don't have five hundred dollar budget yet, guys. We do not. Uh, go fund me. <laughs> but no, thank you guys so much. Yes, we we are very grateful. Yes, the reality of it is, we. I like to make a joke like, "Oh, it's uh, it's Sean putting us up for fifty episodes. It's me not getting us canceled for fifty episodes." But at the end of the day, we have to do numbers. I think in some capacity, in order for for Sean and for for to Chair keep Scott us to keep us going, right? They're like, "Oh, nobody gives a fuck about we're, what you guys have to say." We're, so we're, we're getting we're getting like three thousand downloads. We yeah, we hit three thousand downloads a couple episodes, or by now we've hit over three thousand downloads. Oh yeah, 
But and, no, but yeah. no, there the are people out there listening to us, even if they don't comment. Like we know they're yeah. downloading them, yeah. and we still and we still thank you. Yes, we do thank you from the bottom of our heart. This is uh, talk to Keiki. To be honest, was supposed to be just a little pet project that Matt and I just wanted to do because hey, fuck it, let's just do a podcast for our, our group. Eat the cake, anime. There's a cheap plug right there. Yeah, we wanted the group to to really enjoy us and look at us. And quite honestly, I would say 99% of the group doesn't. So I would say that 99% of our listeners are just random people that just want to hear two fucking just, random just guys talk about anime and sex shit and wrestling and all the other stuff that Matt and I like to banter about. <clears throat> but yeah, even if they don't talk, because again, we're, we're still fairly new. So mm-hmm. I don't think people interact, but when they say this, the fact that they're still downloading, it shows that we're doing something. <laughs> we are, and we're gonna and... Keep, we're gonna keep expanding. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing our best to try and give you guys content that you guys will want to listen to. Um, and we're gonna just continue to grow. You know, we have things that are planned uh, for the future of the show, and we're definitely looking forward to to making them. We talk a lot of shit about uh you know doing keki shops we want to do more keki shops we want to do more brand representation we want to get to the point with both of all with both our um our sponsors and our producers to be able to make this like a real show that we grow from nothing and make it into something that you know ends up being some sort of staple somewhere in regards to that you know yeah so if we gotta do a slow pace fine by us yeah yeah, we're here so, for the long haul, guys. Yeah, we're here until we blow our brains out. I mean, I'm not gonna blow my brains out. I might die. I bet, like, I'll be overloading from all the shows. Oh, I know, dude. All these great shows we're watching. I know, dude. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12. You can follow our actual Twitter at TalkToKeiki. We have a link tree up there for where we listen to your favorite local podcasts Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, uh, and or whatever wherever you listen to podcasts high chance we are there we want to thank sean our editor as always we also want to thank w2m network and chair shot radio for hosting us uh mm-hmm. chair shot radio they host us on their chair shot radio network every sunday so if, if you want to check us out there before an episode gets uploaded or whatever have you want to listen to us it, it helps it, it helps us a lot mm-hmm even your plugs. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. You can follow me on analyst.co, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4-9. You can follow me on Instagram at A-I underscore anime 24. That's our that's my anime Instagram. You can follow me on my podcast Instagram, podcast.senpai. You can follow us on our Talk the Keki Instagram, T-A-L-K-T-H-E-K-E-K-I. That's Talk the Keki. Um, and as Matt said, all of our... Uh, socials have link trees where you can follow ourselves as well as our um uh our our brands uh <coughs> and and such so um check us out um and yeah just as matt said just you know get in contact with us somehow we want to hear from you guys we do this for everybody but admittedly we don't hear from you guys very often and it, it would truly make our day just hearing from some random person somewhere like, Hey dude, you guys have awesome podcasts. Hey dude. Like I think you guys are fucking morons. Something. Give us something, you know? Yeah. Positive, negative in between, even just talk, please. please. Yes. Please, please, please. Onigashimasu. Yes. Uh, arigato. 
Nato Faku and Sayonara. Sayonara, Minasan. Bye bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.